Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the West, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, finally back from uh, all my cruising and COVIDing or whatever, back here in New Orleans, Louisiana. So join the conversation, uh, just call 914-803-4131. It's 914-803-4131. Just leave your name in the chat room so I know who the, uh, who the uh, person who, call, who is calling is. Um, also, if uh, you can also leave your comments, questions, etc., um, in the chat room. And if you want to leave your comments afterwards, you can always leave your comments in the show thread here on YouTube as well. I haven't posted much. It, I haven't posted it on liberaldan.com yet. Don't know if I will. It's not a very well-structured show, so to speak, because of my fun, fun, fun after the cruise. So... Um, if, you, if you want to support the show, you can become a Liberal Dan Radio patron. Um, in my laziness, I've yet to close down the OG stuff. So if you get to it before I do, well, then good for you. Otherwise, I'll probably be shutting it down later tonight. Uh, for the OG stuff, the other stuff will still be up there. Patreon.com slash Liberal Dan or go to Liberal Dan, Patreon.LiberalDan.com. You could also buy me a cider. Go to LiberalDan.com. Click the Buy Me Cider link or Go to buymeacoffee.com slash Radio, or you can also Venmo me, just do friends and family. Um, the QR code there, also LiberalDan on Venmo. Um, what else? Oh, there's another way. I'm doing a, I'm doing a friend a favor. So I'm, my friend is, had a Pamper Chef party, and if I do a Pamper Chef party, my friend gets some extra bonuses or whatever, and the person who's running the Pamper Chef party is a little bit high, a little bit too high, um, high str- I don't know if high strung is the word for me, but it's, it's a little too high pressure for my likes. I don't like being as high pressure um, on the sales, but I get this is what she does for a living or whatever. So if you're interested in Pampered Chef, uh, there's the Facebook group. I'm sharing that in the chat right now. Or if you don't feel like dealing with the Facebook group and you want to just go ahead and buy via the, um, the Pampered Chef website itself, that's my specific party link for this particular party. I think you have four days to order or whatever. Um, if you join in the Facebook group, I think there's chances to win prizes or stuff like that. Um, we buy Pampered Chef stuff because a lot of their seasoning blends are safe and gluten-free for my wife. That's why we like to buy Pampered Chef stuff. Pampered Chef stuff. And I didn't... Um, I didn't get the opportunity to buy anything for my friend's party because I was on my cruise. Um, but I'm um, doing this. If I do enough for whatever, my friend gets additional bonuses or whatever. So I help my friend. You help me a little bit, I guess, if you buy something. There's no pressure. Um, and again, you know, Aaron, if there's no pressure, just join. do me a favor and join the group. Um, even if you're not going to buy anything, just to basically say, hey, we got all these people. It might trigger something. I don't know. So I don't know how it all works. I'm just going with the flow and I'll probably buy a couple of spices because they're gluten-free and safe for my wife. This is the only time you probably hear me talking about Pampered Chef. So probably I doubt I'll hold another party, but you know, it, it, wait, sorry, that's, that's Trump's line. Where is it? Let me get my mouse in the right place. Cause it's been a while since I've been it on is what it is. Or at least it's been a while since I've been on YouTube. That is, um, the real Bill P. Jake gave Dan a puppy. That is correct. Um, three dogs ago at this point, not 
my current dog Blanche, my last dog was Sushi, and my dog before that was Jeannie. Uh, my boss, when I was working at a restaurant downtown in New Orleans, was dating Jake the Snake Roberts, the professional wrestler. And um, I had no idea that it was actually Jake the Snake Roberts until I got back and then the restaurant closed. I never got to talk to him about it. I was like, holy crap, that is Jake the Snake Roberts. So, um, but yes, my, my, the claim to fame for my dog two times removed was, uh, was the fact that she was obtained. Her my boss and him found two black lab puppies on the levee and they're all mangy and whatever. And so we took care of one of them and uh, she was a very cute pup. So um, let's see what's that, what else is going on on the. Uh... Oh, Jake, the snake's still alive and kicking. He was, he was having a hard, hard go of it, but he's still, he's still up and about, I think. Um uh, it was Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, that most recently died. Um, Razor Ramon and um, Jake the Snake are working with Diamond Dallas Page. Um, Diamond Dallas Page uh, did yoga, and, and his, his yoga has helped a lot of people get into shape. I've actually considered doing it myself. Um, and I ha- might get a, if I do it, I would, get a, I would get a cheaper because of my cousin's uh, connection there. But we'll see. Um, the kimchi five of you have not hit the like mistress Aaron and will not let this stand <laughs> wait I thought kimchi was the miss or which ones I'm, I'm getting my was kimchi the mistress or the goddess I don't know um, you're setting up your basement studio oh my goodness does that mean that the uh, world according to Knox might be coming back soon <laughs> No, Jeff Curry, Macho Man is not alive. Macho Man Randy Savage did pass away. So, um, so yeah, so there's that. Um, what to talk about first? I, I, if, if you caught me on the week ago Tuesday Twitch, I was talking a little bit about the goings-on, about what happened on the cruise and the fun that I had, or most of the fun that I had. Um So um, one of the things I didn't harp on much in that one is the fact that we noticed that there were a lot of maggots, lots of not the MAGA MAGA maggots on the cruise. Um, I heard several people talking about not being vaccinated. I heard several people, you know, there was one conversation I heard I thought was going to turn into, oh, those are deplorables. But the guy ended up, you know, with a very Southern drawl accent was like, well, you know, if you do take the vaccine, if you do catch COVID, you're not going to be as sick as you might have been if you didn't take the vaccine. So that's why I took it. And I was like, wow, I guess I should not have prejudged that individual. Um, but there was a lot of other people who were basically saying the exact opposite. I'm not taking no vaccine. What? And then we had an interesting conversation. A guy was sitting at the martini bar. Um, let me tell you, I had this rum cake martini at, at, on the, at the bar. Ooh. I was so drunk one night I woke I woke up drunk because of how many of these rum cake martinis that I had. Um so we're sitting there talking to this guy, um, me and my wife are, and uh he's from Texas and you know, he, you know, grew up uh raising cattle, you know, I guess, you know, he always had like fresh beef, whatever, whatever they wanted, yada yada yada. 
But then he started talking about his wife apparently and like works underneath Tony Fauci and he's gotten to meet Tony Fauci and um, he was talking about the ridiculousness of the people who won't get vaccinated or whatever. So I was like, um, so yeah, that was really interesting to just randomly get someone from Texas who supports Tony Fauci, which I guess if you were to pick a random Texan out of a hat and say, guess whether or not that person was going to be a supporter of Tony Fauci or not, you probably would guess that the person would not be a, a supporter of, of Fauci. But hey, we, we lucked out in that person. <clears throat> but yes, uh, let's see. Kimchi, when I went on my cruise, vaccines were mandatory, much higher class people, no fights at all. And see, my first cruise after, after COVID was, um, was required vaccination, required negative tests. Um, but they've gotten rid of all that. And I kind of wish they hadn't because um, who knows, because I'm, I'm fairly certain I know when I got it. I probably got it during the Blackjack tournament um, because no one else in my family got COVID. Because that's actually, that's, we'll come back. We come out of the cruise. I'm feeling fine. You know, you know, we get home, we unpack. I, I go rest and go take a nap because um, I'm tired. And we, because uh, of all the, all the fun that we had, um, fortunately, the way we planned it, Monday was Martin Luther King Jr.'s day. So we, uh, I was able to have a day off of work um, and not have to worry about anything, you know, just relax. And then Tuesday, I bring those kids to school. We uh, come home. I do some work. Um, I'm feeling a little more meh. I'm feeling a little more meh as the day goes on. I'm feeling a little more coughing as the day goes on and as the, as the Twitch stream goes on. And, and then I'm like, Oh, I told, I told Aaron and, and Jolie in the, in the Jolie in the, in the chat, I was like, I'm probably going to go take a COVID test just in case. And let me tell you, I took the COVID test and it says check after 20 minutes after a minute that some bitch line just was like, there you go. You got COVID. Ha ha. So, and then, of course, after 20 minutes, it was a much stronger line. But I was like, oh, crap. So then we had Henry test. And my wife test. My son was going to test the next day at school anyway. But since Henry was up, we had him test. And they came out negative. My wife never tested positive. She's fine. My Henry, had, I think, has had four COVID tests because Henry tested with us. He tested at school again. I tested him again when I tested Monday to see whether or not he was still, you know, he, if he had anything because he was feeling blah. And then he went to the doctor on Tuesday and he tested again. So he had four tests in a week and all of them came back negative. So Henry absolutely does not have COVID. He just has strep throat. So he's been on antibiotics for that. And yeah. So, but yeah, I was, I was, and I several, several people in the Facebook group that was dedicated for our particular sailing of the Norwegian breakaway managed to also get COVID. So um, we, maybe we had our own little super spreader event. Um, unfortunately, that that's what happens, I guess, when you have large groups of people on a boat or on a ship, as they would say, because they're ships, not boats. Um, I think boats carry other boats. I think I don't know. I, I forget how it's uh, 
ships and boats. What's, what's the difference between you? Maybe somebody in the chat can remind me. Oh, wait, is Gibson Media in, in the chat? Wait, let me scroll back. Go check out. Let's see. Boo, 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 boo. Goddess Kimchi, Her Majesty, Your Highness, Goddess of the Core. Or is that you talking about Aaron? I'll worship all of y'all. How about that? I'll worship, I'll worship Kimchi, Jolie, and Aaron. Does that sound good? Um, Kimchi, was it virgin? Did you swing pineapples? Um, it was not virgin. Um, vir- we had our kids with us. You cannot bring kids on virgin cruises. Um, I did have pineapples on my on my swim shorts. Like I said, I did the last cruise. So um, the rest of it, you'll just have to leave that to your imagination. If I did, if I did swing on a cruise, I wouldn't talk about it on my podcast. Even if I did this, even if I ever went up uh, doing uh, the Sex with Liberal Dan podcast, that would just be talking about sex topics, not generally speaking, not about my personal sexcapades that I may or may not have. So <laughs> anyway, Jeff Curry, I ain't getting on no boat if I can't fish off of it. Fair enough. I think it would be hard to fish off of one of those. I do have fishing excursions sometimes, though. Um, wait, I'm trying to find... Where Gibson Media said that somebody broke a law? I don't know. Did I miss it? Do I'm, I missed? I can't. I'm in the. I have to see live chat. I'm not. I'm not in top chat. So I'm live chat. Boo, 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 boo. Gibson Media. Hello, all. Kimchi, my first time one was cruise. Dad said no one was, no one gets on a boat or a plane because they always crash. Took me years to realize they meant due to wars. Nice. Um, in June of 2020, Fauci said the grant worth remaining 370,000 was canceled because the NIH was told to cancel it. If you didn't know the reason, I don't know what that means. Um, anyway. I don't know what that means. So maybe maybe he'll post some more and I'll read into it or whatever. Part of me taking some gulps again. I don't know. I'm not going to go much longer than an hour tonight because I don't want to strain my voice too much. Because even though I'm I'm better, I'm not. I'm no longer positive with COVID. I still have the lingering cough. It's still possible that going too long, my voice might strain as well. Oh, kimchi, yes, you may worship me. Okay, there you go, deal. Um, I stopped putting on my pineapple banner for guests. I think, Wes, as long as, long as it's not an upside-down pineapple, you're good. There was an episode of Ghosts. Um, if you watch Ghosts on CBS, there was an episode of Ghosts where uh, um, where they bought pineapple uh, lamps from their neighbors, and they didn't realize what what he didn't realize what he was saying when he was saying how much he loved these upside down pineapple lamps. And so they uh, invited them over for a party and they're all looking forward for the new people in the party. And then they wrote, there you go. It's a swingers party. La-di-da. So that's It was hilarious. Definitely a fish out of water story. Um, let's see. Jeff Curry. I was just leaning on ICU for heart. Told them I had all five boosters. They applauded that. Um, I've only had, four shots i think i've had well started off with novavax well i guess i had six because i did the first round of novavax shots and the second round of novavax shots 
which were four total shots, but only two of them were real. Two of them were placebo because, again, it was a, they were doing a, a trial, and I was part of the trial. And so then I did the, they had a Novavax booster. I did that, but then they were not allowed providing no other boosters. And my doctor basically said, go ahead and take the Pfizer. So I'm not, I'm not team Pfizer. I'm te- team Pfizer Vax or Nova's or, or whatever it is. So um, see also last week when we talked, um, we were talking about uh, Kevin McCarthy's uh, fetish of uh, de- being de- degraded degradation fetish. And, he finally went ahead and he finally got his, uh, after the 15th try, he finally got that, that done right before I think we left for the cruise. Finally got that 15th. It was a crazy, you know, they, they realized, oh, we got it done. And then everybody basically just said, okay, I'll, uh, I'll abstain or present or whatever. And they, they just, so they didn't go ahead and vote for them. So therefore, McCarthy ended up getting it on the 15th vote. I was hoping it was going to last for even much longer than that. But <clears throat> now we got the ridiculousness of him trying to say that he doesn't want, he doesn't want people uh, who lack integrity on the uh, intelligence. Uh, he wants honest and, and people with integrity on the intelligence committee. So I'm person. That's why he's not putting on supposedly the um, was a Swalwell and uh, the other guy. And I'm like, well, you know, how are you going to fill it with Republicans if you want people who are honest with integrity? Because that's just, you know, you're not going to find enough Republicans there. There's only, I think, one Republican right now who's basically saying, I don't support this. You know, we, we need to, you know, we need to allow the people to, you know, place their people in the committees or else we're going to make this even more of a, of a shit show than it already is. Um, yes, Santo, I call, I'm Jeff Curry, I call Jeff or Santos, I call him Santos Claus because he absolutely keeps giving us gifts. Um, well, I mean, him in being in drag supposedly, and you know, him being in drag. I have I have no personal problem with him being in drag. If he wants to dress up a drag, that's fine. It's just the fact that he's part of a political party that is going against people who dress up in drag and saying that anybody who dresses up in drag is is a uh, child molester or a groomer or what have you. Um, now, so Gibson Media, the risk of myocarditis or pericarditis events in people who received COVID-19 mRNA vaccines was, were elevated in younger populations. Well, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't fit necessarily into that until I got my booster because my vaccine was not mRNA. Uh, however, um, what, what was one of the things that young people were getting when they were getting, when, when they caught covid it was they were getting myocarditis. So telling me that you have a risk of myocarditis for receiving the COVID vaccine or after receiving the COVID vaccine doesn't tell me anything because there are people who are also getting myocarditis from getting COVID. So if you get myocarditis after getting the vaccine and if you get myocarditis after getting COVID, you need to then, in order to show me, you have to show me that there is actual a connection. It's not just correlation. You have to show that it's causation. A, B, you have to show me that the myocarditis is more prevalent in people with the vaccine than with the people who catch COVID. Because if you're getting myocarditis 
from COVID and if you're getting myocarditis from the vaccines, then is it, is it, but if, if the people get myocarditis more from COVID, then you're getting it less from the vaccines. It's very possible, possible that the people with vaccines are getting the myocarditis because they caught the COVID and they're getting it from the COVID, but the rest of the symptoms are not as bad. <clears throat> so it's, it's not, I'm not going to say it's dishonest because it, in order for it to be dishonest, you have to know both. You, you would have to have known already that the, the people who got COVID also got myocarditis. So I'm not going to say it's dishonest, but by you, Gibson Media. What I will say is that a lot of the people who are pushing this myocarditis thing with the COVID vaccines, many of them do know that other people also got myocarditis from getting COVID in the first place. And as such, that adds a whole much, whole, much more variables into play, where it's not simply just you take the shot and you, get, you have a higher shot of myocarditis. It's what other factors came into play that gave this person myocarditis after getting the vaccine. Did they get the vaccine and then get exposed to COVID and even though they might not have been as sick, they might have still dealt with the myocarditis from having COVID. <coughs> Hard note, that, that information is not there. And if you can't prove that that wasn't the case, then I'm not going to sit here and believe that the vaccines are causing myocarditis. I must be missing. I don't know. Let me, let me flip it back to top chat and then back to live chat because I must be missing a lot of I'm missing a lot of posts I think from from Gibson because Kimchi is responding to things that I'm not seeing. Um, there we go. Okay. Let's see. Severe adverse events reported in a survey by survey participants after adjusting by a factor of two for categorization error, five times more than reported by Pfizer in their phase two trial. Again, yeah, as Kimchi is saying, surveys are not studies. Um, so, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are saying, you know, oh, like they're putting information into that, what the big, what's that, what's that database of data called about, you know, what people put in when they die or whatever, and they say, what, what did they have when they died? So, like, somebody died and they had, the, and they had taken the vaccine, so people are saying, oh, well, they were vaccinated and they died, so therefore the death must have been from the vaccine. <clears throat> or the vaccine must have been one of the causes of the death or made them more likely to die. But no. <clears throat> it's like saying, oh, somebody was in the hospital for, for a, um, a car wreck but they had the vaccine, so their vaccine must have caused it. No, that's ridiculous. Now, there are people who are counted in the COVID hospitalizations <coughs> who are in the hospital for non-COVID-related things. Like, for example, so they always bring up that person with a motorcycle accident that also had COVID. So he's counted in the numbers. Why? He's counted in numbers because he was treated for COVID. 
so they have to include that in the numbers. It doesn't mean that COVID caused the accident. Let's go ahead, take a quick break, take a commercial break. Let me take a bigger gulp of water, um, make a little coughing fit, maybe get it out of my system. We'll come back, 914-803-4131, This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, all right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show, mmm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, you can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok, and you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdeminox. That's letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Apologies for those listening on Blog Talk Radio because I forgot to mute that during my coughing fit. So if you're listening to the Blog Talk Radio version of the show instead of the YouTube version of the show, you just got a 
very loud coughing fit. So my apologies to y'all. Forgot to mute you. I did mute the feed going to the uh, YouTube stream, though. So it's always better to watch on the YouTube stream. There's more fun people in the chat there anyway. Um, somebody, let's see. So Tim, as I said in the chat, brought up the VAERS database is what I was thinking about of the people who, you know, reporting of deaths and the people who, who died and, and then to say whether or not they were vaccinated or not. But that doesn't mean that they died from the vaccine. And that's a big problem that a lot of conservative people have, like Jeff Cuerra, the guy that I often talk about, the guy that Jeff, that um, Hal has talked about once at least. Um, he makes the thing where if somebody dies, it's always, was that person vaccinated? So like there was a carjacking here. Um, it was terrible. She, woman died, uh, four kids. Of miserable. I hope the kids get set. I mean, older teenagers, I hope they get punished for a very long time. That being said, I called into the show and I was like, do we know if the person who was carjacked, was she vaccinated, Jeff? Maybe did it have anything to do with uh, with her dying? And obviously not, but that's how ridiculous, how ridiculous a lot of them sound when it comes to using that VAERS data and using the other, you know, trying to confuse correlation correlation and causation um so let's see my rock singers uncles brothers balls swelled up after the jab it was not an std no way <laughs> um nice uh let's see somebody brought up was it bill that brought up the the ovens too or the stoves um yeah because there was that one thing that i did want to talk about that so thank you for reminding me of the stove thing that you know, the, the CDC comes out and says, well, you know, we might want to stop the construction of, of the, or the sale of new gas stoves. And that's a might, not, not a, are we are going to do this, but we might want to do this because there's data showing that kids that grew up in house with, with houses with gas stoves, especially houses with gas stoves that have not enough ventilation, show um, breathing problems. So therefore... It might be better to not have gas stoves in houses, especially if they don't, if they're not well ventilated. So, of course, the conservatives ran with this, like, oh, they'll take their stove from when they pry it from my cold, dead hands and whatever, and you know, they're not going to take my stoves, and I'm going to, and if, nobody's taking a stove. Nobody, nobody in that press release or or that announcement or whatever said. We're going we're gonna to say that everybody who has a gas stove has to get rid of it. They were just going to say about new gas stoves and whether or not they would allow the sale of new gas stoves, or maybe it would go from no sales of gas stoves to you could only get a gas stove if you have good ventilation to make sure that the fumes are sucked up into the vent and not, not spread around the house to harm your kids. And, of course, the people that are pro supposedly pro-life, protect the kids, blah, 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 are, have a problem with this. But, of course, they're also lying about it because they're not, they're not being honest about what's being said by the, by the FDA or by the CDC or whoever was brought it up or the EPA or whoever, whatever three initial organization brought it up. Um, they, they, they didn't say as far as they, but they're, the conservatives are going to say one, take one thing and say, oh, well, they're coming after our gas stoves now. Oh, no. The horror. Um, 
You can bet that people are hoarding stoves and they just buy commercial stoves. Yeah, probably. Um, Jeff Curry, Biden showed up here to take my gas stove. I used electric, but Obama was with him to take my guns. Dang it. <laughs> um, if there's no gas line to the new buildings, they'll have to use electricity. That is also true. Um, I don't know if the same apply. I don't know if the same applies to gas heat. You know, if you have gas heat, gas dryers or whatever, my house is weird. I have a gas heater and my water heater is gas, but my dryer's not gas. My dryer's electric and my stove's electric. Go figure. My, uh, my, um, the people who built this house were, were not very smart. We find lots of things that are like, huh, who, who thought of this? My wife's comment is, a man must design design this. That that's her often this decision because they see she sees something, and uh, um, she sees something, and, and they'd be like, oh, "That's ridiculous." A man had to have done this. And she was saying this one time. We had to get because my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law is back in the hospital right now because they had to go refix her her wound and it got reinfected again. She also got COVID from me. I feel guilty, but. I think she got it from me before I knew, before I tested. So I was much more careful after I knew, but by that time, I think she had already gotten exposed. Um, So she's back in the hospital dealing with that stuff. But when she was still at her house, we wanted to make sure that the the plugs were correctly, you know, were were safely put in. Our plugs aren't the best. Then we're, 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 we're going to, we have a process of, replacing all of the plugs, all the switches in the house to make them better. And so we made sure that she had good plugs when we left. And of course, when they built the house, they didn't give enough slack for the lines. Um, And my wife was like, of course, it was a man that did it or whatever. And the guy was like taking a little bit of offense at the comments. And I was like, well, do you think, well, I was like, do you think a woman designed it? Do you think they had much woman designers back in the 60s or 70s whenever this house was designed? And he was like, that's a good point. And I was like, and I mean, think about it, you know, if you're not getting enough inches for what you need, you know, leave it to a man to think that a small amount of inches is good enough to do the job. So, (laughs) anywho, um, the leftist, leftist mob trashes liberal Star Wars actor Mark Hamill for liking J.K. Rowling tweet questioning trans person. Um, I don't know which tweet that was. Um, J.K. Rowling is a horrible person. Um, I'm, regardless of, I don't, I've never liked Harry Potter to begin with beforehand. I never got into it. Um, supporting J.K. Rowling um, is supporting her, her views. And um, there are other good fantasy writers who write about mystical things who you can uh, get. Although it's funny. Because the same people that are trying to defend J.K. Rowling now for her current views are the same people that were defending J.K. Rowling for her views now are the people that were typically attacking J.K. Rowling because her books were about witchcraft and that's Satan. Satanist. Satanism stuff with witchcraft and wizards and magic. But now they're getting her back because she's a turf. So... What do you? What, what, I know I switched from one topic to another real quick. What are you laughing at, Aaron? Um, 
Nick Rich lefties are sexy. Well, of course we are. Um, I watched Return of the Jedi the other day. The scene where Skywalker met Yoda made me wish I was stoned. Skywalker met Yoda in an Empire Strikes Back. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I will not have this blasphemy on my show. You shall not spread the false word of the Jedi. Luke Skywalker met him in Empire Strikes Back, not Return of the Jedi. It was after he left Hoth. Um, they flew to Dag- the Dagobah system to go meet Yoda. <laughs> Curry. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to be all preachy. Do not blaspheme the Lucas on my show. Let's see. Amazing imagination on that girl who on, on uh, J.K. Rowling. All J.K. Rowling did was rewrite Star Wars. That's all she did. You have a an orphan kid who uh, an orphan kid who is being you know living away with uh, with his aunt and uncle who were trying to hide the real truth from him about who he, where he really came from and that he had some sort of mystical power. They were hiding the fact that he had some sort of mystical power from him. So then some old haggard dude comes along and introduces him to another wizard, to a wizard who explains to him, teaches him all about the mystical way of the force. Um, and the, um, what else? Uh, there's a strange tension between her him and 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 and, the, and the, his female friend, but the woman she'll lovingly ever like love her like a sister, um, and but she'll fall for the uh, plucky comic relief type guy. So, yeah, Harry Potter is Star Wars. <laughs> Old Haggard dude, I guess Hagrid is a Haggard dude. But yeah, Hagrid, Hagrid, and I guess it's Hagrid, all right? I'm not, I'm not getting that totally right. I don't know. Um, Ron was a hero, right? So was uh, Ron, was it Weasley? And I'm only, I only watched one of the movies. Um, Ron Weasley and, well, then Han Solo was a hero too, right? But Hagrid is, is Obi-Wan. Um, so yeah. Was that before or after Santos fought Darth Vader? Um, I think after. So, yeah. So, um, it's always a fun little line to throw out there to basically say that Rowling wasn't creative, that she she just rewrote Star Wars. Um, Just like kind of how um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the Fifty Shades of Grey series, is basically Twilight fan fiction. Actually, really, that really started like that. It started as, as Twilight fan fiction, but she couldn't come out with that and write that commercially, so she turned it into something else. Um, yes, J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, the, the guy on my job that's in charge with Back to the Future, Smokey, and wait, hold on. Got my job that's in charge of all the power cords is nicknamed Cord Vader. Nice. Star Wars, one of the most great trilogies, so they made more. I ranked up there with 
Back to the Future, Smokey the Men and the Porgies. I loved Back to the Future. I actually almost wore my Back to the Future shirt tonight. I wore my Star Wars shirt tonight, um, which is funny that we ended up talking about Star Wars and not even remembering that I wore my Star Wars shirt tonight. Um, see, wow, she really is a shitty going to get through the first chapter of Grey. I think I saw one of the movies or whatever. Whatever, it was fine. Um, let's see. In the books, Ron was a hero, but Harry had to fight the final battle. Um, okay, I, I didn't know because again, I didn't read the books because um, I wasn't that interested in the whole thing. But again, I suggest that nobody do simply because of the fact that um, she's a turf trans ex- trans exclusion. And, and I have I, I was thinking about doing a whole show about the turfs. Um, you just have Star Wars, right? Yes, I do. Um, I was I was thinking about doing a show with the turfs because I ended up on, I have on Tumblr. I don't use Tumblr much, but I fell down a Tumblr rabbit hole of turfdom with a bunch of trans exclusionary radical feminists, the rad fems, the and as it turns out, there the people who are ra- radical supposedly feminists, they're radical feminists, they call themselves rad femmes. Um, they're also anti-sex positivity, they're anti-sex work, um, so sometimes they are called swerfs, as well as being called terps. Um, and they uh, some really weird feel like, like I was, they, were, they go after BDSM like, you know, I, I'm not super into causing people like welts and bruises or whatever, but some people like getting bruised. Some people like giving the bruises. And as long as it's consensual, I have no problem with it. As Hal says, don't yuck other people's yums. As long as it's consensual yums on, on all sides for all parties, it's fine, whatever. But um, what would a flurf be, Nick? Um, but uh, so they were trying to say, as an argument against BDSM being something you can't consent to, they said, well, if you're abused and you're choked, you're much more likely to die if your abuser chokes you than if your abuser abuses you in other ways. And I'm like, okay, fine. This is abuse. That's abuse. That's non-consented to abuse. That's not consented to sexual activity. Shut up. Like it's, it's irrational to try and say, that if somebody is into getting choked in the bedroom, that this means that they're much more likely to die. Stop it. It's not. It's ridiculous. Yes, safe words are important. But these people don't understand. It's, it's like the, the first time I got kind of shocked, it was, it was the, I think uh, it was in New York, and I think Pornhub opened up a sex toy shop in the middle of, uh, in the middle of Times Square or somewhere in New York. And Gloria Steinem was out there and was pointing out like the, the handcuffs and the and the, the floggers or whatever they had there that you might use other implements of destruction that they might use to you know to get off in a BDSM type way. And Gloria Steinem like takes like the handcuffs and they're like, why would you want to handcuff your partner? Why would you want to do this? This is just abuse. And I was like, I thought you were a, a real feminist, Ms. Steinem. I mean, I, I'm a guy and I'm always in the process of learning feminism and learning how to be a better feminist because I'm a guy and I'm always learning. And I'm, there's always the possibility that I may have missed something, but 
it's my understanding of feminism that you should have body autonomy, which means you should have the ability to, to dictate what you want to have done and what you don't want to have done to your body, which includes the idea that if somebody wants to be handcuffed or spanked or whipped or whatever, that that's their right to do so if they consent to do it. And if the other person consents to do it too, or other people, who knows, whatever, none of my business, none of your business too. Um, But I guess that's a little bit of the difference between, um, I guess, second wave and third wave feminism. Um, Sometimes uh, I, I described... Uh, I, I think I described TERFs or SWERFs or whatever or RADFEMS as take, start off from a second wave feminism, take out all the feminist part about it, and then shove in a bunch of conservative bullshit. And that's, how, that's when you get radical feminism. Because it's not really feminism at all. Because the moment, you, make ex- the moment you, you exclude somebody from equality is the moment you fail to achieve equality. So, flurf is a great safe word. Is that John? Might be John on the phone. Hello. Hey, how you doing? It's Joe Gibson. How are you? Joe, Joe, Joe Gibson. I'm sorry, not John. Not John. Joe. What's going on? I, I didn't. <laughs> oh, see you were going to call me John talk. Gibson. Oh. Well, I, I just I, wanted. I, to... <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I I didn't see what it was that made one of the mods uh, delete whatever you said, but whatever. Um, go okay. ahead. It's okay. I understand. They, you know the censor, the censorship and whatnot. But I wanted to ask for your opinion though with the with the uh, latest subway attack in New York City because we had this discussion about a month ago when I called into your show about the crime crime bills that the Democrats we have what seventy five prosecutors elected across the country with George Soros's money and obviously it's paying off because these what there's no bill bail reform and letting people off and uh, for felonies. I mean it's just it's, the cities are totally out of control right now, but right now you have six felonies a day being committed in the subways of New York City with the uh, with the Democratic policies. What's your what's your uh, you know comeback on that? Because I know we brought talked about that. I mean, well, that's that's a lot of words there. Uh, I, I was I I'm looking up the subway attack right now because I was unaware of of that attack, um, so I, I may have to take a a, a peek as to, as to what happened. It was actually a Fox um, News reporter that was actually attacked. Yeah, actually, I see that. Like a local, probably a local Fox News reporter. Like yeah, not not like Fox News, whatever, but like a Fox, whatever. No, the no, Fox is. News, Fox National News, the Fox National, oh, Fox News, National. Uh, reporter. Right. Yeah. Um, was he attacked because he was a Fox News meteorologist, or just because? I'm not was... sure on that, but but he was attacked, and uh, you know, and, and he has to file a complaint in order for charges to be brought up against the individual because of the policies that are implemented by. The, the the mayor of New York City and and this is happening across a lot of the cities across uh, America. Look what's going on in Atlanta, Georgia, right now. The riots that are going on down there just because they want to b- build a police substation. Uh, you have Antifa down there uh, uh, attacking people and uh, mobs, flash mobs attacking people and people walking out with generators out of Lowe's and and Home Depots and security guards are being told to stand down and not do anything. I mean, this is ridiculous. We just can't well, allow this. I mean, are, don't people typically have to file a police report in order for a police to take action? Like, if, well, if there's if no police, I don't know. I mean, I would say I mean, when, that, I mean, that's, that's North my Carolina. understanding of it. Like, like when I well, wanted, I couldn't just, I couldn't just say, "Hey, this person made a threat against me." I had to, I had to make a police report when a person made a threat against me in order for me to try and get any action taken against 
the individual for making an attack against me. And then finally, they, because I made a police report, they then put a warrant out for the dude's arrest. So I, I don't know if that's, that's necessarily odd or different from any other municipality or any, you know, regardless of who is in control of those cities or whatever. Um, I, will, I will bring up the fact that there's a lot of misinformation out there, again, about bail reform. Bail reform is not about letting violent people go free. Bail reform is about not allowing rich violent people to go free be, just because they're rich. That's what bail reform is, is supposed to be about. Um, so, yeah, you may, maybe they let out somebody who, who um, stole a candy bar or whatever when, when that person might have, you know, or if they stole enough to, uh, stuff to, to qualify for a certain amount of theft that might normally have created a charge of bail, maybe that person gets let it go or whatever and, and at, at the judge's discretion or, at the, or according to whatever rules are set up at who's supposed to be let go and who's not supposed to be let go. But there's a lot of misinformation out there about the bail reform. We could we could have a whole show about that probably, but I just wanted to put that in there. Um, there there are as, as we, I think we went through the amount of cities last time. Of cities and are cities tend to be more liberal because they have more people in them and they have more concentration of people in them, and and so so they're gonna, you're going to have more amounts of crime. But a lot of the, there are conservative areas that per capita have more crime simply because of the fact. But it's not necessarily a liberal thing. Um, the when I worked retail, I've worked retail for a small portion of my life. And when I was told as an, as an employee of Radio Shack, when I, where I worked, if somebody was stealing something, um, was just to let them go and the, the, they'll file an insurance claim because they didn't feel like me risking my life was worth saving the piece of property. Um, a lot of the times, there are people who will take advantage of uh, protests. So if people are protesting, like in 2020, uh, Black Lives Matter protests or whatever's going on in Atlanta now, again, it, I've been out of it for a good two, three weeks because of my having COVID after my being on a cruise. So I'm not aware of everything that's going on right now. But, you know, if there are people who will oftentimes try and take advantage of the fact that police are busy policing you know, protests like from Antifa, if they're protesting a police station, you know, other people might be like, well, the police are busy over there. So let's go steal myself some stuff over here. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's Antifa stealing the stuff. It's just other people taking advantage of the fact that there's a protest going on. So you're going to tell me that Antifa is not instigating down there in Atlanta, Georgia? I mean, you can't deny it. Uh, I mean, Antifa uh, is not a problem. I'm saying that I'm saying that uh, it's highly unlikely that the you know, people who are there who are protesting the police station are not then going and robbing Home Depot for a generator. So it's, it's probably other people who are like, hey, all of these Antifa people are over here protesting this police station. So while the police are busy dealing with that, I'm going to take that opportunity to go steal a generator because I'm a bad person, you know. I, I well, this is happening it, all across it, it, the country, brother. I mean, come on. This is happening all across the country where they're walking into Home Depots and Lowe's just walking out with welders and uh, generators and whatnot, and, and nobody can do anything because the shoplifters won't be prosecuted in these major cities because we have 75 prosecutors plus elected by George Soros' money that, that you know funded these prosecutors to implement their policies because it's a lot easier to have a prosecutor who makes the decision to let people go and to uproot our republic and to 
destroy the foundations of America than to go and try to change a law or change, you know, or to get entire legislators to reenact a law or legislate something. We, you know that. It's a lot easier. So to have a prosecutor make a decision like they're making across the country to let people go for violent crimes, and which they are. They are. There's no doubt about it that they are. I mean, it's just it, I can't see anyone but with common Letting sense. people go for violent crimes or letting people go for theft? Well, well, violent crimes. There are people being let. There's six felonies a day happening right right now, just in New York City alone. Subway, the subway department of New York City trans, Transit Department, six felonies a day, and they're not being prosecuted. These people are being picked up, arrested by NYPD, being booked, and then let go. And that, and that and that's a shame for felony, whether it be assault, uh, rape, uh, anything. Seriously, like that. Yeah, I couldn't believe have, it when I read that stuff. Can you can you email me an example or somebody who who was who was arrested for rape and then let go and, and not put in jail? I pre-trial? definitely will. I definitely will. Uh, yeah, I, I would appreciate that because that's. I don't know if New York City has absolutely implemented bail reform as if other cities have done. I know there are people who are pushing for it. Um, that's not if, if, they, if they do have the bail reform and the, uh, the elimination of cash bail. Um, that's that's not how it's supposed to go. And I, I, if somebody is is accused is accused of rape, then yeah, perhaps you know that would or, or if somebody was assaulting somebody and they were let go. Yeah, absolutely, that that might be a problem. But I, I just I, I am. So how do we stop the resurgence of crime? You, you you do acknowledge that crime is up across America, right? You do acknowledge that crime has increased, whether it was high during Trump or whatnot, or Reagan or what have you. As of right now, today, violent crime is a problem. It's a plague in our cities. You acknowledge that, right? Well, violent crime is always a problem. Um, it's always bad, regardless of how much or how little it is. Let's see, violent crime data. Per year, I'll just bring that up and just see. Um, bring up the FBI statistics. Um, now that's reported crime now too. That's reported crime. Now imagine the crimes that are unreported. You know, I mean, that, it's just it, it's out of control. From what I'm from what I'm gathering and from what I'm hearing and from what I'm witnessing and seeing. Uh, from uh, my, you know, when I'm, I'm part of the media too, and I'm doing my podcast show, and I'm taking calls just like you, listening to people, debating with people, having discussions with people, talking to people across the country, and this is what I'm getting. And, and then you have the open borders. I believe that is a major part of this problem right now. What's going on is the open borders. We have no are, secured border. Are, the, are do we really not? Are, do we really have a less secure border now than than we did under Trump, or did we? Or did Trump just do things to, to smoke some smoke and mirrors? Because again, as I said before, and on the last time I think we talked, there are, Biden is stopping much more drugs from crossing the border than Trump ever did. And because Trump admitted that he likes to downplay things, because he likes to sugarcoat things, and he likes to make sure that the quote optics are good and make him look good, I don't think Trump would want to let would want to stop lots of drugs come from coming across the border and report it because he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't want people then to be able to say, Oh, well, why are these, all these drugs crossing the border? I think Trump wants to, Trump would want to do things like, you know, go after low hanging fruit, say, Oh, we're deporting all these people that were here, you know, for 20 years and haven't done anything else, but be here for 20 years and work. Um, and then, and, and, and play up to the, to the people who are xenophobic in his base, then actually deal with 
the the real issues of of the people who are you know coming here trying to legally ask for asylum. Um, he he tried to prevent people from legally asking asylum, which may or may not have been an international a violation of international law. Um, I, I don't think these people are coming over here asking come over for illegal asylum. I believe they're they're uh, you know crossing illegally, and the, the amount of detentions and arrests and detainments at the border have increased tremendously. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they're, 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 it's catch and release. That's what they're doing: catch and release, catch and release. Okay, show up at court at this date, and they don't show up. What happens? Nothing. Nothing happens to them. They're off in America uh, applying for uh, social services benefits, working under the table, uh, landscaping, painting, doing drywall, because that's the business that has suffered the most, at least in my industry down here in the south, or working on the tobacco farms, you know, the jobs that supposedly nobody wants, which is a total lie. And, uh, you know, and they're taking these jobs, siphoning the money out of the economy, and then going back and then coming back, going back and coming back. And, and this is the revolving well, door that we're having. These businesses that are hiring these people um, for very, very, very low wages that are lower than the wages that are allowed by law, shouldn't we be going after these businesses for hiring these people? Of course, of course. So, to me, if we went after, at, went after the businesses that paid people illegal wages, then there would be no, then there would be no threat to American workers, even though unemployment is at its lowest in, in a very long time. Um, there would be less of a threat to American workers because there wouldn't be these the jobs that would be there would be the jobs that would be there would be would would have to pay a legal living wage. I'm not going to say that seven an hour is a is a living wage, but it's mm-hmm. better than what would be paid to somebody who is a migrant worker who is doing the back and forth thing who is willing to accept cash payment under the table that's less than what they're legally allowed to pay. So but let's not. Yeah, let's. Please. But that's secure the borders, though. Let's secure the borders and and stop the people from coming over here illegally. And let's go through the legal process. We're a country of laws. We just can't allow people just to come here just because they they claim asylum, which is the, you know, and, and when there's legal. not asylum going on, you it's know, illegal. It's, but, it's legal for somebody. They have to either do it at a port of entry or they have to do it on U.S. soil. And Trump closed off the ports of entry, so therefore the only place that they could do it was to cross the border. And, demand, and request the time. Well, wait a second here. Just because I'm out of work okay. doesn't give me the right to rob a bank. You know, so if Trump closed the ports of entry, doesn't and mean they still get to come over here illegally. You know? <laughs> no, you don't. Well, you don't get to come over here illegally. What you do get to do is you get to cross the border and be on U.S. soil and declare asylum, and that is a legal act. That is not an yeah, illegal but, act. It is a legal act that the, 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 the people who are, who are perhaps higher on the um, conservative media you know, whatever's are out there telling people lies that this is illegal for them to do. It is absolutely legal for somebody to cross the border, touch American soil, and say, "I wanted to. I want to request asylum." No, they have to claim asylum at the first country they go enter nope. into. So that someone's coming not, from Guatemala. That is that is only the law in Europe. European law requires them to go to do the first country they enter into the EU. The first country they enter, they have to declare asylum. That's a European thing. That is not an international law requirement. They can, they don't have to stop at 
Guatemala or Honduras, whatever, they can go all the way through Mexico and come to America if that's where they feel that if they want asylum. Because well, why would they want to come here anyway? But let me ask you a question. Why would they want to come here anyway? We're such a racist country. Trump was such a racist, and and we're so tyrannical, and and the Republicans are so mean. And and why would they want to come to such a racist country? That that I mean, you know what? It makes no sense. (laughs) You know, I mean, I got to that one. Trump's not president right now, so clearly it's better than it was before. So therefore, that, that might cause people to be more likely to want to be here because we we were smart when we when we when we voted for the last president. I know. So, I know one thing we did talk about last time. Also, I just wanted. I did a little research on. And we talked about the United States, a corporation, and I did look up something. The United States became a federal corporation via the Organic Act of 1871, uh, and DC became its own foreign territory, as both are defined in uh, uh, in uh, uh, versus Hennig and that's 28 U.S.C. U.S. Code 3002. So. Um, you know, nobody was taught that the federal corporation for a reason, obviously. You know, it's an abusive system, a controlling system, one that's been deceptive and con- con- uh, cunning and uh, vile for many, many years. And people have to understand these two different types of uh, 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 constitutions that were under, under the, um, con- you know, that the district of criminals, I like to call them. And, that we, and people were accusing me of being a sovereign citizen and that kind of stuff. That's not true. I'm an American citizen, and I believe in the republic in which we were founded upon, but our country was hijacked in 1871, or actually began in 1862, when the Congress got up from their seats and walked out and never reconvened in their seats, and therefore that was abandoned the republic, and when it was, you know, until those seats are reconvened and re-inhabited, our our republic was abandoned. Now, we did fight a civil war uh, for many, many different reasons than what we discussed also, which was not slavery. The main reason was not slavery, but uh, what we Taught in. Many of the, well, the many of the articles of secession included both the statement that the states should have the so-called right to own slaves, that in the peoples in people should have the quote right to own slaves, and several of them even talked about the supremacy of the white race. So you may say that there are other reasons that were there, but slavery was if, if slavery wasn't important, it wouldn't be included wouldn't have been included in the Articles of Secession of the several states that split. Well, that was written, and I, like I said, I don't want to get too much in a, a debate about facts. I don't have those facts in front of me, but I, that's, that's farthest from the truth. <laughs> slavery was not the main, the main Wait, issue of the Civil War. We don't care about evidence. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 to, to the corporation fact, the United States being a corporation, and uh, you know uh, you, you can go to like I said, twenty eight United States Code three zero zero two, and and look that up. The District of Columbia, um, and and it's important to understand you know what takes precedence over the other. You have to understand military operations, the Supreme Court, the Law of War Manual, and the Military Justice Act of uh, twenty sixteen, uh, paired with the pre existing laws that that show this was a military operation plant long before anyone had even heard of the of the 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 the, the fraud that's been perpetrated amongst the American people throughout many, many years of these these bankers and what and people couldn't call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever you want to call me, but history is true. Okay? The truth truthful true history that is written and if you research it, it's still there for you to see and do your own research. And there's reasons why things happen, why they're happening today, and you're seeing the destruction of our country. The moral fabric there, there, of our society. There are a lot like of people rich, though, if I can interrupt for a second, there are a lot of people who say do your own research who do their own research and their research is terrible. Like, like seriously, like there's, you know, there are people 
like I, the guy whose audio I just played um, from the we don't care about evidence. Um, you know, this is a guy who, you know, was trying to say on, on a different radio show that um, he wants everybody to be able to vote. Like he wants everybody nationwide to be able to vote on everything that's happened in this country. And he wants to seize Facebook to do so. And I was like, that's okay. socialism. You know that? And he was like, I don't know. That's not socialism. And I'm like, that literally is the definition of socialism. So there, there are people out there who, who do their own research who, who are totally okay. incapable of doing their own research. And, and furthermore – Let me ask you a question. Okay. Let me ask you a question then. You know, let me ask you a question about Donald Trump. All right. How did Donald Trump know to sign executive order 13848 and to declare a national emergency to deal with the threat of election fraud a year and ten months – after the 2016 election, two months before the November 18th midterm, and two years before COVID, and the November, and the November 2020 presidential election. That's my question for you or and your listeners. Can you answer that? You know, I mean, maybe you have to look some, some stuff up. I'll repeat it if you have. Want me to repeat it? But answer that question. Okay, and, let, me, and, let me give <laughs> a link. Let me give a link to that executive order in the chat because that was easy to find. Um, so Donald Trump, there, there was much conversation about the 2016 election um, about foreign interference that took place um, by certain foreign actors, um, specifically Russia. And, um, and people could say that Donald, there was no collusion with, with Donald Trump and Russia, but Russia specifically asked Russia to help live on national TV. It happened. You can see, watch the video um, about Hillary's emails. And he was like, please go find the emails. He begged them to do so in China as well. Um, and even if there was no collusion, Trump was Russia's guy. Russia wanted Trump to be in the White House. He did not, they did not want Hillary Clinton to be in the White House. And there was evidence that they did interfere or, or do other things that might have swayed people's opinion on the 2016 election. So therefore, but there's no mention of domestic, though. There's no evidence of a foreign power altering here. You know, there's no evidence of foreign power altering the outcome or vote tabulation in the United States election. No evidence of foreign power altering. It does not mention domestic. And also it says any use election, any, uh, any, any, excuse me, any U.S. election where it's specified in Section 8, election means any election after the date of this order, September 12, 2018. So again, how does he know? How does this happen? You know, the, the, the wording is there. The proof is there. If you look and you and the timelines matter. So does the terminology inside the executive order one three eight four eight. You know, and 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 if people just stop looking at the right versus left stuff and attacking each other over uh, uh, this this Republican Democrat fighting. You'll find that a lot of the things that these people claim that they're conspiracy theories and whatnot are coming out to be true because we're watching America fall right before our very eyes, and people are concerned. And 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 really, when I talk about the crime in the streets, and and that's just one of the major problems we're facing. We have no law and order anymore. There's no justice. That we have a broken system, and, and it's concerning. And, and what well, are we doing? I would argue to fix that, it? that that a lot. If, if there's if there's that if. if Whatever increases of crime that we're seeing, whatever incre- whatever problems that we're having in this country, I would say part of it is is because of of the, the of the um, where the where the Republican Party is focused. They're not focused on on fixing any of that. 
They don't want to fix the economy. They don't have any plans to fix the economy. They don't have any plans to fix crime. All they want to do is, is attack individual names, like, you know, go after, go after people. And all they, all they want to do is, is attack individual rights, like the right to, you know, have, you know, body autonomy. They want, to, they want to go after, you know, we saw the writing on the wall when it, when it came to Clarence Thomas's concurrence with Alito in the Dobbs v. Jackson ruling. Uh, that you know, not only was abortion rights under attack, but but he has no problem going after the other rulings like Loving versus Virginia and um, uh, Lawrence v. Texas, uh, Obersville v. Hodges, um, Griswold v. Connecticut. All of those court cases that he named in his concurrence that he also felt were uh, were were found illogically or via bad rulings, even though the fact that Dobbs v. Jackson is a bad ruling. Um, you know, the, the conservatives are so focused on these things. They're not focused, like, <clears throat> at least back in the day. No liberal is going to say Ronald Reagan was a great president. You're not, not going to find many liberals who are going to say Ronald Reagan is a great president. But you guarantee you, if you gave me the choice, if I had the choice between Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan, I'd want Ronald Reagan because at least Ronald Reagan showed that he was willing to work with Democrats to do things. Even if I didn't agree with a lot of things he wanted to do, the Republicans back in the day would at least work with the other side of the aisle. They would. That's one of the problems where I think Joe Biden was a little. Um, how much was the word I'm looking for? I think he was a little overeager, or oh, that's a word I'm looking for, and I'm really blanking on it. But I think he was. Uh, what's the word? Overbearing. Um, no, it was. He, he, he thought that something would happen, <clears throat> excuse me, but it really wasn't, it was never going to happen because he thought that him getting elected would, would automatically trigger the Republicans wanting to work with him because back when he was in the Senate, he would work with Republicans, even though when he was president of the Senate as vice president um, under Obama, the Republicans never wanted to work with the Democrats either. So, so I think he was a little foolish and by not remembering that, I think he thought that if if he was in the main chair, that the people like Mitch McConnell, that the people like Kevin McCarthy, that the people who were, you know, who were not the wackos like your Marjorie Taylor Greens, like your, um, I want to say, no, that's not Babbitt, um, the one from Colorado, um, Bobert, um, you know, Gates, your Matt Gates of the world, your Madison Cawthorns of the world, like, you know, that, that Biden felt that he would be able to get a coalition of people together to do things for the American people. And that he was, and him coming from as, as a, as a, as somebody who was a more centrist Democrat would be able to reach across the aisle get, and get things done for the, for the country. And the Republicans were like, nope, we're not going to do anything to work with him. Um, or we'll do the bare minimum to work with him. You know, because we, well, we I have remember to Ross Perot and, and his his vice presidential candidate, the gridlock and everything. The gridlock's been going on for a long time, and it's, too, it's the same money providing uh, both both parties. It's like the Gambinos and the Genovese sitting down at the table, you know. And once one threatens the other's money, they start shooting at each other, you know. But one, once, but as long as the money's coming in, they're going to work with each other. At the end, the end of the day, you know. So it, it's it's really. 
again, you know, we have to get back to what's the sickness in America, what's the problem here. It's, it's not just the Republican. It's the money and the Federal Reserve and the New World Order that they're trying to global, – the globalists are trying to pr- present to us right now in this EU, the, the African Union, Asia Union, North American Union. All that's real, and I don't know about you. I enjoy – and again, that goes back to the borders. If we don't have secure borders and we don't have sovereignty as a country, we're not we, – we don't have a country. What are we going to be assimilated to? One, a, a globalist economy, a one, a one world government where you have no voice? Look at these corporations. Do you have a voice with eBay or Amazon? Try calling customer service there and see if you get any results. They don't care about you, just like our government today. They don't care about you. So, how do we fix it? You know, attacking each other, left versus white, right, is not going to work. You just said working with each other. Well, how are we going to work with each other if we don't have honest discussions about the truthful history of our country and our republic? How are we going to work with each other when we don't know the truth of what really happened and why we're here today in the position we're in? You know, what's controlling? What are the controlling factors? You know, what's going on really behind the scenes? Who, what are these people's agendas? You know, we always talk about how rich people are out of touch with poor people because they live a different type of lifestyle. They don't know how we live or the middle class. So how about imagine these elites out there, that these super rich people. You think they have any idea or inclination of what it's like to work all day long or, or to be broke or to have to pay a bill? You know, I mean, so they don't care about us. They don't care, Bill Gates and all these other people. So well, why are we allowing let, these people? Let me roll that back. I think somebody like Joe Biden does. Joe Biden grew up like that. He grew up in a in a poor household. He grew up in a in a household where his dad lost his job, or where you know he had to move to make a better life for his family. Where he was working class, coming from you know Pennsylvania, moving to Delaware. Fifty years though, fifty years in government. Right, still, what has still, he done? But he still he still lived that life. He still understand, he still understands what it is to be that type of person. Now, there are guaranteed there are other people who who don't who are in government who absolutely don't understand what that's like, but. The thing is, like, some of the things that you talk about, like, you know, your new world order, your globalists here. A lot of times I, I didn't have my little counter on or whatever. Um, when, when, you know, when a lot of times, you know, you talk about globalists and maybe you don't mean it when you say globalists. But every time most people talk about globalists, all we hear is the Jews. Whenever we hear anybody talking about blaming George Soros, all we hear is it's the Jews. Like, yep. it, it's a... Uh, and I'm not saying it's that you personally believe that, but when, when, when generally speaking, when anybody starts saying those things, you know, people like myself who is Jewish and people like, and other people who, you know, other people who might like Jewish people and don't want to see anti-Semitism start shutting it off because even if you specifically don't mean it consciously, or even if you don't mean it subconsciously, even even if even if you love every Jew in your life and you want and, and you don't blame Jews for any of the problems in the world, we hear that we hear those words and we're like, oh, here it goes again. It, it, it's it's repeating a mantra that you might not believe it, but it's but the other people who before you who have said all of those things are people who are anti-Semitic, are people who are trying to scapegoat Jewish people, are people so so you know. And it makes us not want to believe any of, of the, you know, quote, conspiracies that you're trying to say simply because of the fact that you're, it's coming from a place that we know, that we feel is going to end in a bad place. Does that make yeah. sense? 
Yeah. Does that no, make sense? I, I, I understand completely, and I understand a lot of the history that you're talking about, and I get that. But and, I, and believe me, I'm farthest from just blaming the Jews. You have all the Catholic Church. You have the Jesuits. You have many different groups out there that are part of globalist organizations that are trying to defeat individual liberty and sovereignty. So, yes, I understand what you're saying. Right, but even then, like there's there's there was a lot of views that are and like, like people said that and like it's like like if people blaming the Catholic Church for things like why JFK people thought JFK was going to have a hard time becoming a president becoming president because everyone's concerned well if JFK becomes president does that mean the Pope's going to run America that sort of thing like like it it it, it it's it's yeah, people I repeating it, things yeah. it's people repeating things that 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 we've heard for a long time as dog whistles. And while, again, I'm not blaming you specifically and saying you specifically adhere to those underlying things, but many of the other people who brought up the same arguments that you bring up are the people who also bring up the other things. So therefore it's kind of hard for us to, it's hard for me to sit here and want to go investigate, you know, the amount of time it would take to investigate all of the things of which you spoke about because of the, I guess the poisoning of the well that has been done by many other people um, who also believe the things that you do, who also believe that Jews are bad, who believe that, um, who, who march down the streets of Charlottesville saying the Jews will not replace us, march down the street shouting blood and soil, march, you know, People saying that they want. Well, what you know, Donald Trump did say that uh, now that statement there, which divided the country, he said there were bad people on both sides. Do you believe that, or are you just going to blame one side? Because I'm going to say both sides were wrong. I mean, you know, so so what would somebody say to that? Can we pick sides? Are we going to be saying, okay, now you're against me, or are we gonna, not going to have a discussion now? You don't understand what I'm saying? Were both sides wrong? Who really asked? Well, the, pro- the that? problem with the Charlottesville riot is that is that. Maybe there were bad people on both sides, but I think he was trying to say there were good people on both sides. And my issue is if you are marching the parade right next to people who are shouting the Jews will not replace us, who are shouting blood and soil, who are spouting Nazi rhetoric, then you're not then I'm going to look at you and, and, and believe that you agree with that stuff, too. So so okay. there's so so it, it's hard for me to, to agree with anybody. Oh, were there good were there good people on on the side of the people who are protesting in 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 support of keeping the monuments? I can't say yes because all I see is people marching alongside Nazis because Nazis poison the well. And but what about the say, people that are anti? Yeah, but what about the people that are anti-American, anti-foundation of our country that want to destroy George Washington, Christopher Columbus? Uh, that that we have to erase our history, and and you have to be ashamed to be white. Uh, you know, when we when we talked about that, the critical uh, race theory that's uh, being taught in the schools or being introduced to the schools, or even being taught in the college universities today. Well, I know we had a debate whether or not it's being taught in the, actually in the elementary schools and whatnot, being introduced. But I believe the curriculum is. That's why there's so many these moms at first, these organizations growing that are growing across the country and now being labeled terrorists by Joe Biden. Uh, you know, and and if you're going to alienate one side, then this problem's just then yes, those groups, whether they're Jewish, Catholic, whatever, are if anyone who alienates one side, you're creating another side that's angry at you. So therefore, who's behind it now? Who's behind this? Who's creating this division? 
That's what you have to look at. That's when well, I think well, I mean, well, world was, was Christopher Columbus not a piece of crap? Like I don't, I didn't, I never met the guy, so I can't tell no, you. I know, but, but the, did he the, discover the America? Speaking, there, historically <laughs> speaking, there were many, many bad things that Christopher Columbus did, and we should learn about that. Historically speaking, there were, there were, there were bad things that were done by Americans. But he's a hero to Italian Americans. So now you're going to alienate Italians, and Italians are going to be offended. Now we've got prejudice, prejudice uh, coming from that that group of that that group. You know, and, or you know, if we do well, it I mean, for Irish, you know what I mean? I mean, there, <laughs> there are people who there are people to whom Hitler was a hero. Do we care about them? No. I think we should care well, – well, well, wait. I think we should care about all people's <laughs> opinions. All people have a right to their opinions. If we, if we censor anybody, then we're just as bad as what we're claiming that we're against because we cannot just – we cannot believe one way. We have to be open to all theories and ideas and go with what is consciously right and morally right. Obviously, you don't want to hurt anyone. And Okay, that's the first step. That's why common law and common sense is so very important, and that's what this country was founded upon, our republic. And that's why when we're losing that today, we're getting one-sided again. You know, we destroy ourselves from within because of our lack right. of so, knowledge. So, so, so we believe that. So we believe that every single, every side should have a say. Every every side should be represented. There should be everything there. So as long you you're not hurting someone, as long as you're not hurting anyone. So, so, so you disagree then with the people that want to remove certain books out of libraries, certain books out of things that. Yeah, uh, yes. you know, no books should be LGBT, removed. No, never. No books should never. be removed. Even, L- no. even books that mention LBGT, LGBTQ folks. No, you can have whatever books you want, but just don't push those books upon the children in our schools. You know, well, I mean, you know, let's not bring lifestyles and 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 sexual uh, uh, content and teach and let let the politicians teach our children about things that the family should be teaching at home. You know, okay, I mean, where, don't, does, what, where does that line get drawn? Do you? Do you exclude a morality? That's that's a child. Do you exclude that's a children's book that's written as a children's book that doesn't do anything except for have a family that is two dads raising a kid? Is that well, okay? Well, that's not natural. That's not natural. That's common sense. So now we go back to common sense. Look, you want to be if you want to be gay and do whatever you want in the privacy of your home, that's fine. But openly in the public to redefine marriage that it's between a man and a man and let government define. We God already defined what marriage was. It was between a man and a woman. You, and well, I so, mean, in you the know, Bible, Solomon married like what three hundred wives. Like there are there are people in the Bible that got married to lots of people. Like, well, sure, sure. He didn't marry so, men so, though. It's not just one man, one woman. The definition of marriage is different amongst all sorts of people. There are well, that's being taken out of context between a man I and use, a woman. I use, I often use uh, the, the the religious definition of marriage and, and the the governmental definition of marriage are, are quite different. In that, you know, even before you had Oversville v. Hodges, um, I often use the founder of Popeye's Chicken, Al Copeland, as an example. He was Catholic. Uh, he got married to his first wife in the Catholic Church. Um, he divorced her uh, in the state, in the eyes of the state, but in the eyes of the Catholic Church, he was still married. He got married again um, in the state. He got married again after a divorce in the state, and then he got divorced again. And then his first wife died, and he married his fourth wife in the Catholic Church. Why? Because in the Catholic Church, they were now divorced. They were now there was no no longer a marriage because she died. The marriage that that union was no longer there. So in the eyes of the Catholic Church, Al Copeland was married twice. In the eyes of the state, he was married four times. 
Um, so well, the, the Bible idea, says it's one, the city on seven hills. The, by, by the book of Revelation, the city that sits on seven hills in the end of days is where the, where the, the Antichrist is supposed to go. There's only two places on planet Earth that has a city built on seven hills, Rio de Janeiro and the Vatican. So you tell me, which one is it? You know, if the Bible's true, and if you believe in the Bible, and if you believe God, so that's where that's where your Antichrist is going to come out of, and your New World Order, and and well, that's, and, and, that's yes, the Christian Bible, right? Well, what do you mean Christian Bible? There's only one Bible. Well, well to <laughs> me, I was raised Jewish. There, the only Bible that I believe in is that that I was raised to believe in was the the, the Tanakh, the Torah, Nevi'im, and Ketuvim, the the writings that ends after the Psalms. Uh, the the what is referred to as the New Testament by uh, Christian. So you folks believe in not... torturing animals and, and stringing cows up upside down and slitting their throats and, and for as a ritual and to practice the old law of that, such as the Talmud uh, practices. Well, in order in order to have kosher beef, you have to do it in a certain way, and there are kosher butchers who still slaughter cows just that certain way. Yeah, um, it's terrible. I don't follow I don't follow the rules of kashrut. I don't keep kosher. I love cheeseburgers. I love BLTs. You know, well, now, wait a second. Either you believe it or you don't. You know, you can't say, well, I well, pick and choose what I want to believe, and I'm going to be my own God here. You know, if you believe no, God, what I'm, you believe what, I, what he wrote. I'm arguing from a point where I'm educated. And I'm, I went to Hebrew school for eight years and went to more, had more learning in high school after that. I'm very knowledgeable about Judaism. In fact, I believe in it or practice it. Uh, my joke is, is that I don't need to practice. I, I, I've practiced enough. I don't have to practice anymore. Um, who says? Just, who says? Now, <laughs> so you're your own god, my, basically. <laughs> that's my joke. No, what I'm saying is that I, I by my under, but my understanding of Judaism and what the Jewish people refer to as the Bible is much different than what the Christians refer to as their Bible, and then what the Muslims refer to as their holy book is different. There are many different people. You know, to me, if if I'm if I'm a god, if I was God, mm-hmm. and if I mm-hmm. saw various different amounts of people who perhaps have various different needs in what they need from religion in order to behave and be good people, I might reveal myself as one way to the Jews, as another way to the Christians, as another way to the Muslims, as another way to the Buddhists, as another way to any other set of religions that might exist out there. If, if I felt that you know, these, these groups of people needed different things from me in order for them to be able to live good lives and be good people. Well, you're bringing God um, down to your level, and you're saying to bring it from a human perspective and trying to put God into your eyes, and you're trying to judge things according to the way. Look, there's only, there's only one way, and Jesus said it. I am the only way to, to the Father. You know, they, and that's it. Jesus said it. And there's only so one Bible. are going to hell. If you don't accept even, Jesus even Christ as your Lord and Savior. Even though, the Jews, even though the Jews have an everlasting covenant. Well, Jesus did. Didn't Jesus call? What did Jesus say to the Jews? You're the father. You're the son of God of Satan. Correct. What did he say? Those who claim to be Jews that are not are the son of God of Satan. Is that not what the Bible says? Well, if you claim to be Jews and you're not, then maybe then you're not Jews. But if you really are Jews, you're a remnant. A remnant. And if you're and if you're practicing and if you're practicing Judaism, uh, Jews have the have an eternal covenant with God that is everlasting, and God's word can't be flawed, right? 
He did have a comment, but he turned his back on the Jews and went to the Gentiles in the Age of Grace. You have to go by the Bible and dispensations of the Bible. So God's and word that one comma in the Bible could separate a thousand years. So you have to rightly divide the word, and he, you just can't, you know, and you have to read the whole book. But that's an interesting theology subject. Uh, uh, if you want, ever want to have a discussion on that in the future, but that's a loaded topic, and I have, I have, do have a th- theology degree, and I have gone to school for theology and have studied world religion and many different other aspects of Christianity and our different translation charts of the Bible. Uh, the seventh translation is the King James Bible, 1611 King James Bible, which was prophesied uh, in the book of Psalms. It says he purifies his word seven times. And, uh, that, that is, and if you want to do business around the world today, what language do you have to speak English? You know, I mean, basically, that is a pro- predominant language right, but a around the world of a today. The translation of a translation is probably not going to be as accurate as the original either. Just like if you saw the movie... Um, What's that movie with uh, Michael Keaton where he gets where he gets clones himself? Multiplicity, um, where they make a they make a clap. They, Michael Keaton clones himself twice, but then the clones make a copy of the clones, and the, the yeah, clone of the I've clone isn't as one. sharp as the other one. And so, if you make a clone of the clone, it's not going to be as sharp as the original. Like they say, if you make a copy of a copy, it's always not. It's not going to be as sharp as the original. If you make a translation of a translation, it's not always going to be as much as the original. The word that was used. Um, that people a lot of a lot of times interpret interpret as virgin um, is Alma in the Hebrew word Alma, which means young woman. It doesn't mean virgin. There are other times in the in the Hebrew Bible where virgin is the word for virgin is used. But I don't necessarily want to get too sidetracked in a religious discussion. Yeah, yeah. But but that's 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 to me a translation of a translation of a trans seven different translations of something doesn't purify it. To me, seven translations of something means you probably should go back to the original Hebrew to see what the original words were. Um, well, we, we well yeah, but we have the original, and if you have you go back to the manuscripts, the Texas Receptus manuscripts, and you go back to the Dead Sea Scrolls, even they they coincide with the, uh, the that come within 50 years of the original manuscripts. They coincide the King James Bible does with the original manuscripts, and uh, you know, like I said, you don't want to get into the translations and whatnot, but that's an interesting subject, and I I could go over that with you sometime, and it's very interesting. But if you rightly divide the word and you compare scripture with scripture, you'll see the Bible answers itself and the answers are there and it's hard to find and you seek the truth and you'll find it and 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 one person did tell me once and I've, I've been questioning a lot of my theological beliefs just to close on that is that if you ask god to come into your life and and you open your heart up to god and jesus or, or and, and you believe wholeheartedly in your creator no matter what your who your creator is you will find the truth if you seek and find it and you open yourself and you honestly sincerely try to find the truth you'll find it your moral compass will steer you the right way if you're a good person try to do the right thing I really believe that wholeheartedly. But I All believe right, right now on. in our country we're steering down the wrong path with the policies that we're having, and our government is broken. And that's how we start out the conversation. I, I do believe that the policies of the Republicans and Democrats are, are, are breaking up this country and destroying the foundations of our republic, and, and, we, and we have to get back to our true history, and we have to understand our history and how we lost our republic. And when we honestly come to that conclusion and we all could see it together, we can all come together and fix it so easily, and we can eliminate the bad and evil and the corrupt out there. there you know, we really could because there's, a lot of, there's good in everything. Everybody, you, know, you just got to find it, you know, and, and it's hard to find it. So, but if we come together and work together, you can find it. So, I, I really believe that. All right, let me let me meet you a second. I do have another caller on the line. Let me uh, go ahead and get to Bill. Um, hey, Bill, how's it going? I know you wanted to throw hey, in your yeah. two cents here, so I did want to go ahead and let you How do that. You? And 
I'm doing great. How are you, Bill? Uh, pretty good. Um, I have a couple of questions for your caller. Uh, he said that the um, King James Bible was um, within 15 years of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Is that what I understood him to just say? I think he said That's 50. I, I can bring it back on. I think he said 50. It's not within 1,000 years. I, I, I uh, said the Dead Sea Scrolls. The Dead sea, I said it coincides with the Dead Sea Scrolls. The King James Bible it comes in with the 50 years of the original manuscripts, Texas Receptus manuscripts. Not te- Texas Receptus wasn't written until 300 A.D. What are you talking about? The King James, it coincides with the Texas the King Receptus manuscripts. The King James does not coincide with the very first because it was written in Latin and Hebrew. So what? Greek. You can still translate them into English. English. See, you sat there a few minutes ago and told a bald-faced lie. You said the, the, the founding fathers were godly men. They were. And, okay, if they were godly men, they would in be in the Constitution and Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal. If all men were created equal, how come they had men chained up out back? How come they had men chained they up out back? Who had men. Men, what men chained up out back? Who? Who had men chained up out back? Slaves, what are you talking about? idiot. Slaves. I grew up on the main No, I'm not calling anybody any names 300 here. 300 miles from Washington, D.C. You don't even right, know so what you're going to start calling me names about. now. You can't have an honest intellectual discussion. You're going to revert to names. No, I can't have an honest discussion with you because you're not honest. You, you sit there and you, you throw out the globalists, the anti. You, you, claim to be, you, you claim to be pro-Israel and you hate uh, Jews. That's I hate Jews. Did you, you ever hear me say I hate Jews? Did you ever hear me say I hate uh, Jews? How'd you come to that conclusion? Globalist, New World Order. That, that, is, that means hate Jews? That means no, hate no, Jews? Let me interrupt both of y'all. As I said before, every time that somebody like myself or like Bill hears somebody using uh, the terms like globalist and attacking George Soros and stuff like that, to us that are, that are dog whistles that are saying, we're blaming the Jews. Um, again, well, if said, George Soros is Jewish and he's doing the bad thing and he's Jewish, then he's a bad person. Now, I can't right, say anything but, bad about a Jewish person. I mean, yeah, no, I'm anti-Semitic but, then. But why no, but you the people who, the people who Soros, bring up the George the Soros arguments. The, the people who bring up the George Soros arguments are the people who are typically are blaming the Jews. So therefore, if you're doing it as well, it's going to make us go, well, wait a second, what do you believe? Now, I... I'm try. I was trying to be a little more diplomatic with the whole thing and say maybe you don't believe that the Jews are to blame. However, when people hear you talking about globalists and George Soros, a lot of people are like Bill P. are going to sit here and say he he's blaming the Jews. So, so what? So, but he doesn't like the founding fathers. Obviously, he's angry with the founding fathers saying they had people chained up out back. Out back where? Back of what? Out back. Out back of the buildings where they were writing the documents. No, they, Washington, they, they didn't have people chained up out back. <laughs> George Washington, Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. They, they owned slaves. What the hell is wrong did. with you? Do you know the Federalist Papers? Where did you get your history from? I do know my history, and I do understand history. history. How many slaves what did history? George Washington you, own, You sir? understand revised history. You don't understand American history. I understand that, American I mean, history. That's the problem. You talk about critical race theory. You don't even know what it is. I taught it in college. It's so only what is critical race theory? School. What is you critical race theory? You don't even know what you're talking about. Well, explain it to me. You don't even know what's what you're talking about. You don't theory? have a clue. You what said you that four different ways now. Here and go buy a clue somewhere. Walmart's open. Go buy a clue. But, uh, but now here you are criticizing me again. I haven't called you one name. Uh, can you educate me? What does critical race theory mean since you taught it? 
It's what I just told you about. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Do you laws, written, laws written, laws written that discriminate against other people, other fellow men, and that's exactly what you were talking about, like building walls. Let me ask you a question. You claim to be a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't claim so, to be. I am. I'm going to ask you a question. It's really going to make you scratch your head. If Egypt yep. would have had a wall, what would have happened to Jesus when Herod was after him? If 12 monkeys danced on the end of a branch and fell off the stick, what would that mean? I mean, come on. What are we going to play, hypotheticals here? I mean, you know, that's no, a I'm not going to play hypotheticals. Ronald Reagan asked that same question with George Bush in a debate in 1980. They did. Well, good yes, for him. I'm not going to play it. Uh, calm down. Take it easy. Don't blow a spark plug. Okay? I'm not getting a little – you're getting excited. Well, I don't know what Ronald Reagan and George Bush debated with each other or did hypotheticals with each other about, but I'm dealing with reality. Okay? Egypt didn't build a wall. But Israel has a wall around it. People coming across the border from Mexico. And Excuse Ronald me, Reagan said, "Next Jesus to come out of Mexico. Excuse me. You're pro-Israel, obviously. And, and I'm a ham- and What would these people do? Excuse me. Excuse me. Israel has a wall around her, around it, right? Correct. There are walls. There's a wall around Gaza that Israel erected because Israel did not want the, the Hamas terrorists from to just have free reign to did, come attack. We don't. Ha- we Israel, don't have. We don't have terrorists coming across our border that the southern border attacking us. But also, just, well, sure just, we do. Just, sure we do. No, we don't. Well, I, oh yeah, you got the car, you got the Mexican cartels coming across the border committing crimes all the time now down there. Of course, oh, yeah. are, are there are there shells coming across the Mexico? Are there suicide bombers coming across the Mexico? pouches get, get holding their mother's hand, getting thrown off airplanes and buses by these governors of Texas and Florida. Yeah, I really saw those terrorists. So you don't think we should protect you know, our borders I, in America? You don't think we should have border security? The border wall was a vanity project of Donald Trump to say, look at what I did. I built this huge wall. Have you ever taken up a a weapon and guarded anything? Have you ever done that? Excuse me. Excuse me. Again, what I've done doesn't matter. I'm asking you a question. Oh, yes, it does matter. That's that's a life experience. And don't talk about something that you have no experience in. Do you think we should have borders in our country? I'm an American citizen. I'm a political candidate here in North Carolina, so I do know what I'm talking about. Do you think we should have borders? And in in our Constitution, we have what's called – what do we call it? What is it called? It's called free commerce. We can travel across the state lines. Uh, A bill was passed by Bill Clinton in 1995. It was written up by Ronald Reagan. You know what it was called? What are you talking about, your NAFTA Act? Is that North what you're talking American about? Free Trade Agreement, so NAFTA. Yeah, okay. Right. It was destroyed. It shipped many, many millions of jobs out of this country. Destroyed the fabric of our economy. Okay? So what, what are you talking And Ross Perot, an independent, even disagreed with that businessman, a billionaire who built his, built a pennies to a billionaire, said NAFTA was a disaster. So, what, But we don't need to go back and argue about NAFTA. What do you mean, That's Ross Perot? He was an oil man. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He built his empire out of nothing. Okay, he was a businessman. He was very he well was educated. An man. He didn't import anything. He, he didn't, didn't export it. anything but oil. That's he what still we built a company. He still built a company and became a billionaire when he was broke and had nothing. He came from nothing. So that's the point I'm trying to make. What do you believe we should have border security? Do you believe that our borders should be protected or not? Our borders are protected. No, it's not what I asked you. Do you believe our borders should be protected? We've had record interception. We've had record drug seizures. 
over the last two years. That's not what I asked you. Under the Biden administration than the entire Trump administration. That's not what I asked you. Hold on. Do you, do let, you let, believe let, we let, should let, have let a secure border? Of y'all for, I'm going to mute both of you all for a second just so I can get a word in, you know, host privilege and all. Um, the question of do you think we should that we should protect the border is, is, is a question that leads to the assumption that making a claim that it currently is not protected. And so if the border, if, if Bill then comes and makes the argument that the border is protected, he's clearly saying that, you know, he's, he's countering your argument as such. I also do want to add in the point. Um, you did ask how many slaves did George Washington own at the time of George Washington's death. The Mount Vernon enslaved population consisted of 317 people of those 317 enslaved people living at Mount Vernon in, 19, in 1799. A little less than half, 123 people, were owned by George Washington himself. So, yes, George Washington did own slaves. I will let you all continue after I... Yes, you know. you're absolutely right. He did own slaves, and those slaves had a much better life than they would have had on, on any other plantation oh. than they would not have had with George Washington. And they did not believe but, in slavery, the founders. They were you dead really set against it. You really okay. believe that nonsense. You really think if George really Washington stood up on the podium as president of the United States and said, I want to abolish slavery they today, what would happen to this country? They drug away from their families and brought to this country and changed. And you're saying they had a better life? What excuse me, excuse about? me, the, you want, the origin of slavery? He said he had a, they had a better life than any other slave in, in the country. Okay. So they were, they, were, they, were the, they were the least inconvenient slaves under, the theor, under your theory. But that doesn't mean and that, that they're that time, good. And at that time, that it's good. Dan, Dan, yeah, that's correct. And Dan, at that time, if George Washington would have stood up, which he did want to, he did not believe in slavery, neither did Jefferson or Adams. No, you're wrong. The only one that stood up is oh, John boy. Adams, the West. John Adams and Benjamin Franklin are the only two that spoke up. You're wrong, oh, buddy. You need to oh, go boy. read the Federalist Papers. There's the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers. I, I thought on both them, of them. You don't I know what them. you're talking about. I did. You I have did, no I clue. Did. You, like I said, you need to go buy a clue. Well, I do believe you that you are backwards. Instead of your white Christian nationalist history. My white Christian nationalism. So, so me being so, so am I being discriminated against now? So, you, so am I a threat to you? And you, you think I'm? You fear me? Or, or I'm white. Not a threat to me. I didn't ask you what color you were. You didn't have to announce that to me. me If I was a threat to you, you're not a threat to me. I asked you about me. I fear no man. This knee built bows before no man. I don't fear any man. But why did you label me a nationalist? Why did you label me a nationalist? Why do you label me a nationalist, a white Christian nationalist? Why? What's wrong with that? You're by definition a white Christian nationalist. And and, and so so you're what threat is that to you? Religion up on the rest of this country. That's white we, Christian nationalism. And we are yeah, founded upon a Judeo-Christian. We are founded upon a Judeo-Christian belief. Wait 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 wait. Bill, stop a second. Bill, 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 stop a second, please. There's no such thing as Judeo-Christian. Judeo-Christian is a farce because if you believe in Judaism, you can't be a Christian because they're two different things. Judeo-Christianity has nothing to do with Judaism. It was more like deism that that the founders were actually founding upon, actually, what they believed. But but again, you didn't want to turn it into theological. I can't get a word in edgewise with this guy. The founders were deists, but we're not Judeo-Christian. In fact, the Treaty of Tripoli, wait, Bill, Bill. Well, but yeah. the, the Treaty of Tripoli specifically stated that was 
negotiated by right. Washington, um, ratified by That's the Senate, signed by Adams, said that our country was in no way founded on the Christian religion. So we are not a Christian nation. We are not a Judeo-Christian nation. Judeo-Christian is a farce. It's just a word that's made up to try and make Christians seem less horrible when they do when when they're trying to be evangelical. Be like, oh well, we like the Jews too when it's convenient. That's what Judeo-Christian means. We like the Jews when it's convenient. Um, it's not a thing. <laughs> but yeah, we, we're the, the, our founders were clear that we are not founded on the Christian on the on the Christian religion. We are not a Christian well, I, nation. I, I don't understand why you would say that because uh, what, what did he say? That our Constitution is written for a what? A, a religious and moral people and it's inadequate for any other. Jesus That's is not right. mentioned in the Constitution. Oh, Jack Lord. <laughs> That's correct. He's you're not. You're pandering you're right. now. You are pandering now. That's exactly what you're doing. Pandering, pandering is your what? base, not ours. You're Let's begin with Thomas Jefferson. You made a quote about Thomas Jefferson. And, yep. and, what, he, and, and his, he his words. He wrote the Treaty of Tripoli, and he signed it. He was president. <laughs> his words. You know, look. Well, I'm not going to speak political correctness. I say what I mean and mean what I say, and I'm going to speak the truth. And and you can water down history all you want and try to denigrate our founding fathers of our republic. However, they are my heroes, and that's what I believe. And I believe that they are an example that we as Americans should go by. And if you are anti-American and don't believe in our foundations and believe that they're a threat to our history or that they were wrong or mean or bad people, then that's anti-American and goes against everything. Uh, uh, but here's standard. the thing. That's, in the that's of my point. Wait, that's my point here about the whole what what y'all say when you talk about CRT. You don't actually when, when you talk about CRT is a college course thing. When y'all bring up CRT, you bring up the idea that it's anti, against American. It, it's a it's it's not patriotic to teach anything in our history that would somehow put the founders or anything about the foundation of our country in a bad light. That's what that's the problem that we have with y'all. We believe the people who like, you know, like the 1619 Project folks, or I think there's a Hulu series on that. I might have to watch it just to see what it's all about. But the people who want to teach real history want to teach everything about history, the good and the bad. And the reason you teach the good and the bad, you can teach that there are good things about the foundation of our country. But these are the these are the ideals that the founding fathers claimed to believe in and wanted to believe in and wanted to push up. But you could also say, here are the flaws of the founding fathers. Here is where we failed to live up to those initial words of all men are created equal by signing a ratifying a constitution that had a three fifths compromise in it. Um, is that? Critical race theory at the foundation comes back to the 1970s. Law professors, including Harvard Law School, like Derek Bell, who, who was one of the original uh, teachers of critical race theory in the 1970s. Right. That's uh, law school. That's law school. That's okay. not what y'all referred to. Y'all call everything CRT that talks badly about the country. Because that's what the liberal progressive movement does. It progresses into another stance and another field of study with the critical race. It introduces that we, the white person needs to be ashamed. We need to apologize nobody for our past. Nobody needs to apologize. That's the thing. That's gaslighting. You, again, again, I want you to email me. You have my email address. Yep. Any example of any teacher, any curriculum in any school that teaches the white person needs to be ashamed of themselves. 
Okay, well, let me ask I, you. Okay, okay. Let me give you one right now. Black Americans, for example, are incarcerated at much higher rates than any other racial group, and the theory invites scrutiny of the criminal justice system's role in that. So explain that. What is is, is that's one of the critical race theory academics academias that they teach. Why is that? That we should be guilty that they're being incarcerated more. That the system itself is inherently racist, or is crime really a plague and a, and a, plan, a pandemic in the black community? Well, why don't it we address be what's really the going majority on? Of the stockholders, Let me it finish, sir. The majority of the stockholders in the prison population are white stockholders. And we the call 1986 Anti-Drug Abuse Act establishes harsher penalties for possession of crack cocaine than those for powder cocaine. Black Americans are more likely to be convicted of the former and whites than the latter. Within four years, average federal drug sentences for black offenders were 49% higher than those handed out for white offenders. However, right. when you look at the numbers, that according to the American Civil Liberties Union, they don't, the numbers are exactly the opposite. In fact, that actually whites actually receive harsher sentences because they were actually – what whites were shipping in the drug smugglers? You didn't see any black drug smugglers back then, did you? Who was receiving the sixty-year jail sentences? They made movies for God's sake about it. Remember George Young, that movie Blow, sixty years in prison. You know, so that's false. This is false narrative. Well, that's false smuggling. Teaching. That's smuggling versus using. That's smuggling versus possession. Simple possession of crack cocaine came with a with a with the same amount of crack cocaine came with a much harsher penalty than the punishment of powdered cocaine. So, and that is a systemic issue that caused black people to be incarcerated more. <clears throat> Poverty increases crime more. You have, you, have, you, have, you, have a, you have a system, and this is a video that I might be making at some point soon, um, so but I'll briefly touch on it, is that a lot of times we talk about what investing, when you talk about investment, you talk about compound interest and, and the importance of compound interest. And, you know, compounding interest over years. So, you know, you, you gain you gain interest one year, then that amount of money also gains interest the next year. So the amount of wealth that you can have grows and grows and grows and grows. This country has had compound discrimination. So from the start of this country through up until today, you have examples of society where where people who are not white, because they're not white, have had, were disenfranchised, were discriminated against. And that discrimination has caused uh, a lack of ability to grow wealth, lost opportunities to earn wealth from being enslaved, from having redlining, from having, <coughs> excuse me, from having redlining, from having um, Jim Crow laws, from, from making people not being able to vote when they, when they were, should be, have been allowed to vote. All implemented by the Democratic Party by the way. And, and the Democratic Party back then were the conservatives of the time because they were the people shouting the myth of states' rights. The people who were Democrats back then would be Republicans today, and that is a fact. I don't know about Senator Byrd. He pretty much stayed uh, a Democrat. There all are the exceptions. The exceptions <laughs> prove the rule. You had Strom oh, Thurmond now. who flipped. Come on. <laughs> you had Strom Thurmond who ran for president as a segregationist who found a nice comfy home in the Republican Party as well. Trent Lott found a nice comfy home in the Republican Party. Many of the people who were Democrats way back in the day locally in Louisiana who are, who are all conservatives have slowly flipped and, and have become – the Republican Party. If you look at the slave states, you know I've spoken look, to a lot of black black uh, leaders and black people in the community. Uh, I went on a liberal talk show about six months ago when I was running for public office here in North Carolina, and mm. they were all against me. 
when I first went on there because they found I was Republican. And I had a moderator that grilled me and debated me. By the end of the podcast, by the end of the show, 50 callers, all about 49 of them that were liberal, said they would vote for me. That, that's how much it changed because I understand what you're talking about, and I get it. But when you have ignorant conversations and it turns into a shouting match, and you have people calling in, conducting themselves that way, and you get into the name calling, the communication yeah, lines break down. Gaslight people, when you sit and gaslight Stop people, the name calling. Minutes, what am I supposed to do? I have not criticized you one time and you said you had done one thing. You said gaslighting. Yeah. Gaslight for thirty minutes, which is but which disagree is with me. Let's point. not label me. Let's disagree. Talking point. Let's disagree and not label though. Let's not put label terms. I don't call you any names or, or gaslight, whatever, or or whatever it may be. And that's the problem. And the liberals do have that problem when they're beaten in a debate or an argument. I have a they automatically call. I have a question. They're genius. Who said I was a liberal? I said liberals. Did I say you were a liberal? I said liberals Nobody have this problem. Again, I never said you were. I said liberals have this problem. Are no, you just implied I was? You're imp- if you think you want me to think that I'm implying you to be a liberal, that's fine. I don't know what you're thinking I'm thinking. I never called you a liberal. I don't know what you are. You never stated what you were. But I can assume, but I haven't even done that, have I? But if you're thinking I'm thinking that, then what are you then? How about that? Let's clear it up. Well, what are you, a Republican, a Democrat? I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in the rule of law. The constitutionalist. So you're a constitution party? A constitution party? I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in the rule of law. Okay. All right. I haven't heard that one in a while, but okay. The rule of law. Let's get back to the original point, though, that I want to – Okay. I'm not – Yes, sir. I'm not going to last that much longer with my voice. Yeah, you're not feeling well. I get it, man. And I I appreciate you hanging in there. I really do. And I hope you feel better. I really do. Well, I appreciate the fact that you and Bill have been talking. It's allowed allowed me to extend the length of the show a little bit, (laughs) Um, even if y'all were fighting a little bit. But here's – back to the point of the thing, though, is that – that I really wanted to get back to is that is the fact that we liberals again want to teach the good and the bad. Like so, a liberal will teach you know the Bill of Rights, you know the importance of having free speech, the importance of having freedom of religion, and no no liberal is going to say when we teach the history of this country that we're not going to teach about the First Amendment, that we're not going to teach about the importance of having free speech, of having freedom of religion, of having freedom of association, freedom of the press. And those are good things that, that form the backbone of a lot of the things in this country. And liberal teachers are going to teach that. They're also going to want to teach about the, the flaws of the country back when we were founded, how we enslaved people, how we treated people poorly, how you know, we had to <coughs> excuse me, pander to the people who wanted to own people in order to form this country, this imperfect union. Um, and that is a that is an okay also thing to learn about. And the problem is is that is that when when you, a lot of the conservatives will then call that CRT. They will they they believe that it's unpatriotic. They believe that it is that it that it is that you hate this country because you want to teach the flaws that the country had in its founding and throughout its history and. That's not a. That's not CRT, and b. It's a mistake to not teach the flaws because history, history forgotten will repeat itself, and it's important to learn the good and it's important to learn the bad. And when I see 
<laughs> conservatives wanting to not teach the bad, it makes me question why. It makes me question why they don't want to teach the bad. And the only reason I can think of that you wouldn't want to teach the bad is because these, con- these conservatives who are against it, I'm not saying you, I'm not saying these many conservatives that are against it, want the bad to repeat itself. They want to go back to what we had. <laughs> and it starts from, it's, you know, dangerous. Gonna... it's dangerous you know, and biased, the curriculum, to indoctrinate impressionable children. And, and as a matter of fact, in Tennessee, Tennessee is one of the states actually, at least eight Republican, uh, excuse me, at least eight Republican-led uh, states actually have passed legislation restricting how the concept of race can be taught. In Tennessee, where legislation was signed into law in May, actually, of last year, lessons cannot make students feel discomfort, guilt, or anguish because of their race or sex. And I believe that's how it should be, because no, because children are very impressionable. And, and that can carry on throughout their life, and especially during their puberty years and whatnot. You remember those years, and I'm sure everybody does. You know, these are types of subjects that should be taught in their family and at home and in their community and what type of community they're raised in. And then when they go out into the world, they learn from themselves. And that's how you learn and you grow up. And there could be shock and awe, and there could be people that you disagree with and you run into, but that's the way the world operates. And I don't think we should be ashamed of our history. But that's – but that's, but see, that to me, that, that's, that's not okay. Because I, I, I think it's a very vague wording, A. You know, not, don't, and that can be interpreted to, in any way. Like someone could say, oh, well, they taught, right. that white, they taught white people. Uh, they taught that white. Well, I don't think laws should be written in a way that could be openly interpreted like that. Well, they, they, well they, the, no law should be written where 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 it's not not where it's. And you're right. They should not. It should not be ambiguous. But no law should be written where, like, like I said, this is a family structured thing. This is something that the family has to do. It's not for the legislator or government to teach this. It's not no, the but, government's job to teach race theory. But if schools, but it was a fact that you had slave owning, and that. The majority of the people owning slaves were white people and white slave owners. And now, who sold those? And okay, well, wait. If we're gonna teach the true history, you're right. But you got to teach it all then. And, you know, and that, and, and if you're gonna allow government to do that, let's go back to Northwest Africa. The kings that sold the slaves were actually black. And you know, and we get into the, you know, the the, the British that were over there. Shipped them over. Let's get into all that. Okay, that's fine. If you want to do that and you want to teach history, just history that way. But race theory in a whole, where people have to be. But ashamed. it's not race theory that's being taught again. It's not race theory that's being taught. That's a college thing. What's being taught is we had things in this country that were good. We had things in this country that should we not teach um, how poorly the Indians were treated in over the course of the history? Should we only teach Thanksgiving? Should we now, only where do you the- get? Well, hang on. Where do you get that Indians were treated poorly? At uh, as blanket a whole statement. Again, they were treated poorly, but did the Indians treat the whites poorly? They were scalping whites left and right. I mean, so do, are we going to teach that too? Uh, you know, or is that uncomfortable and we can't say anything bad about the Indians because they were at the short end of the stick at the end, and they're only two percent of the population now? You know, so again, so we don't want to offend them. You know, are we going to cheat the truth? About what well, really yeah, we happened. We can teach the truth about what the Native okay, Americans. I agree with we you. We can then. teach the truth about what Native American tribes have done. That also is going to <laughs> damn it, include what what we did as well. Trail of Tears. 
We should, to me, the people who are conservatives who are railing against CRT would be against teaching about the Trail of Tears. I don't think they should would, because I actually read about that, that in school. my school, actually. Huh? I, I don't think in public schools it should be. I think in pri- private college universities where you're paying for your education, then that's something up to the college boards and universities that they want to teach. But in, in an elementary school teaching something like this, like I originally said, in the younger years where children are so impressionable, I don't think these are subjects that, they, that are constructive and that yeah. are going to help our children today, you know? I really don't. I mean, I, I, I disagree. I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed with the fact that I had to learn about uh, what happened when the, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the bombing of Black Wall Street as an adult, like, a couple years ago. Like, I, I, I'm disappointed. Like, I think that people should learn those things about how horrible. In elementary you know, school? In elementary yeah, absolutely. School. I mean, I learned about Rosa Parks in elementary school. I learned about Martin Luther King and what happened to him in elementary school, not just the things he said that were good, but the, but the reason why he said those things. Well, again, then those are discussions for local school boards and not on a national standard, and that's why you have local state governments and local school boards and communities. And, I mean, it becomes a national argument, and then it gets blown out of proportion like we're a national show. You're obviously across the country worldwide, and we're having an open discussion. So, I mean, I'll, 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 as, as a conservative, I'll agree with you if you want to teach both sides, but I – I'll meet you halfway. I don't think elementary school students, maybe high school, you know. I mean, I, I just don't think young kids should be te- learning about sex from our teachers. You know, I just don't think that's proper or I mean, right. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's not CRT. That, that's not that's not. Yeah, yeah, I'm just throwing that in different. there, you know. <laughs> but, but, like, for example, I mean, I went to a Jewish day school, so fine. I mean, I learned about, you know, the Holocaust in my Jewish day school. Like, I remember watching a video about it in second or third grade. Like, I was not, you know, I was not, like, ruined by this, by learning about the fact that this factual thing happened. And I remember it. I remember watching the videos because I remember my second grade, one of my second grade teachers was a survivor of the Holocaust, and she couldn't watch it with us because it was very triggering to her. Um, I, I actually was taught by a. I'm gonna be honest with you. This could be very. Uh, 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 your your audience may uh, reflect negatively about this, but I've actually listened to Holocaust survivors. I actually tried to get one on my podcast show, but she was too old at the time. That said. A lot of the things that were taught about the Holocaust were actually false. The reason why a lot of the Holocaust prisoners were starving to death was because of the Allied bombs that were being dropped. And in fact, that's why they went nine months without supplies and food and were nearly starved to death. And and it could be and the prisons that they were being held in, and they were there were prisons that were, the Jews were being held in, but they but the prisons were not as harsh as Schindler's List uh, movies and such as that portrayed them to be. That's what I was told, and I that's the God's honest truth. Uh, that maybe you were told that, but I have a feeling that perhaps that person was was dealt a little bit of gaslighting as well from. <laughs> The individual he had the tattoo. That were, that he had were, the numbers. That he, that, it was a man and a woman. Like, he had the numbers tattooed on his arm, and and, and okay, I, I'm sure, I, I'm I sure he did, him, you know? and, I, and I'm sure they did. And I, I no, I, I, I can't. Two people uh, maybe are not. That, maybe they you weren't. Talking at, to two you know, people is not going to make me believe that the numbers are inflated. So no, 
But well, the thing is, is well, that, I is don't know. Learn, you know, learning. you know as well as I do, murders did happen. Yes, and harsh yeah. treatment did happen. Of course, it happens in American prisons today. You know, but, but me but, learning, me learning the about the Holocaust and seeing videos of the Holocaust and what happened uh, in second or third grade did not cause me to like hate all Germans. It did not cause me to. It just caused me to learn this is something that happened in history. So okay. teaching that there were people who did these things who happened to be white, you know, showing like this person here did this thing and showing a picture of them. Oh, it's a white guy. You know, you know, it's not going to make people, it's not going to make white people feel guilty for being white. It's not going to make black people hate white people for being white. It's going to teach a lesson about what happened in the history of this country. And if you don't learn about it, you're going to, you're going to lead to a problematic place. I'm reading your and chat room there. I just actually read that. Actually, Schindler's List was not actually based on a true story. You need to do your research on that one. It was not, actually. He was an actual person, but it was not based on the movie. It was not based on a true story. So that's, that's that totally false. I mean, <laughs> you know, a good documentary for your uh, viewers to read. It's a 12-hour documentary, and I challenge anyone to watch it and with an open mind. It's called uh, 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 the, uh, Europa, the last battle i don't know if you ever heard of it and, and watch that documentary europa the last battle it's 12 hours long and it gives you references and links that you could do your own research it's 12 hour documentary it's not one-sided it just tells you the truth about what's happened in history and you, believe me it's eye-opening and you'll learn a lot trust me i mean i mean and like i said you could do your own research and you like but you did say something very valuable earlier some people are not good researchers and they don't do valuable research and they get come to their own conclusions that are wrong conclusions so that's that's why we do have to value teachers but you have to also value the point that people can make their own decisions and say, hey, you know, go out there, we're free. You know, you have to make your own conclusions. You can only give them the information. What you do with it is up to you. Well, I, I, I used to have a teacher that say, I can teach you, I can't learn you. But there you go. So, so, and, and I agree <laughs> with him on that, on that fact, is that the fact that you can give people information and then they can do with that information what they want. But That's my right. problem with conservatism often is, is that, especially when they're trying to misuse the CRT label to fight learning facts about our history is that they don't want even they don't want even the facts being taught so let the facts be taught and let conversations happen and let people like you know let let people ha learn the real history which there's some bad things in our history i mean there are our summer founders did some really shitty things and it's okay it's not unpatriotic to, to look at the good and the bad. Like, you know, like, you, you can't just ignore, if, if, you, if you, again, if you ignore the bads in history, the ills of history, you just doom yourself well, to repeat it. Well, I'll tell you one it. thing. It's like the picture of Andrew Jackson. It was in the Guilford County Courthouse. Andrew Jackson was one of the greatest presidents, I think, of all time. The only president that paid down the U.S. debt. That's the only president that brought it down to zero Andrew Jackson, and his campaign slogan was no bank, and, they, and, the, and the bankers tried to assassinate him. They paid the, the Wilkes Booth guys to come over, and the revolvers jammed, which was a miracle, I don't know how, and, you know, he retired his Virginia home that he, he, he took pride in that he had campaigned no bank, because he believed in the national banks were a sin, and that they would destroy us, and, and he called them, what, generation of vipers, and, and he routed them out, and Andrew Jackson, I believe, was a hero as an American president, and they took down his picture in the Guilford County Courthouse because 
it offended people. I mean, we can't have that in America. That's wrong. I just think that's so wrong. You know, I mean, I mean, so, so if not me, but say people that are racist and prejudiced that say they don't like a picture of Martin Luther King, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King up, that, that offends them. So we're going to take down his picture too. I mean, what are we going to do? We're going to appease everybody because they're offended. We can't ignore, like you said, we can't ignore our history. You know, and what your opinions and conclusions come from history, that's fine. But what are the facts, though? We have to come to factual conclusions. We have to learn from history. And if we don't learn from history, then what is it? Like you, I think you said it, we're destined to repeat it. So, you know, what are we going to do? We can't, we can't rule upon emotion. We can't believe We can't think upon emotion and believe upon emotions because they're powerful. I mean, no, you know, we, should, we should govern you know? with facts, logic, and reason. But that's that, right. that includes, that's right. well, you, you can't have, you can't rule by facts, logic, and reason. By leaving out the facts, um, and one of the facts, one of the facts, according to Britannica.com, uh, Neely's best-known work, Schindler's Ark, also published as Schindler's List, the film in 1993, tells the true story of Oscar Schindler, a German industrialist who saved more than 1,300 Jews from the Nazis. So, there right. you go. Do you claim that that's true? But the depiction in the film, the film itself, I said he was a real person, and uh, but the film itself is not a depiction. You've got to remember, well, how do they do these films? It says based on a true story or based on the facts or a true story. They have different ways of, of narrating it, and it's not 100% accurate in a true story of what happened during those times. It's a theory of Hollywood. You know, Schindler was a real person. I did say that, but it's not Right, Schindler was a real happened. person, and but that, that's, that's the point, though, is that, that yeah they made they made a an artistic piece of work yes. based off of a based off of a book that was based off of a real person who did save 1300 Jews and so but when you say when you say things this is the thing when you say things like Schindler's list wasn't real it, it's going it, it, it to well, well it can't it be real if, as, if you dramatize it if you're dramatizing a movie and art 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 is not real it's, it's an emotional tool that uh, dramatizes a picture of what you see and what you feel and, and that that's why art you know I I dated a girl that was an artist and we used to go back and forth all the time because she was a liberal and I'm, you know I mean I'm a conservative so but and art is is that liberal expression but how long was and that's that what Hollywood is. <laughs> and I just, uh, I just don't think that, that that's a real depiction of, of, of Hollywood is not telling the truth about Schindler. He slept with all these women and wife, and then he, he had this one accountant that did all his numbers for him. And, you know, and at the end, he gave him a ring, and it's all emotional. Everybody's crying, and he's going to be hunted down. He lets everybody go at the end. Come on, it's not, that's not what happened, you know? That's not real life. But was he a real person? Yes. Did he help 1,300 people? Uh, yes. But that's not what happened and how it happened. So, so we're getting the wrong impression of what really happened and the true history of what happened. It's great for entertainment, but that's how we got to look at it is entertainment. You know, I mean, that, that's what I meant by that. You know, so but but I, I see your logic of what you're saying, how people can conceive or perceive what I'm saying, and then get come to their own conclusion that you know what I may believe is against what we're ideals and what we should be believing. I get that. But, again, you know, maybe we should stop analyzing each other and start looking at what's going on and fixing the problems together instead of looking at each other and examining each other and, right, like I said in the beginning, right versus left. Or right, left but I think, right. when, you know I think I mean? when we – I think in order for people to get together and work together and solve the actual issues that we can all agree on, um, you know, it, it kind of – yeah, we have to – part of it includes, you know – you know, you're worried about, you know, people, you know, do we, do we determine whether or not we offend each other or not? And we have two callers on the line, so hold on. Hold on, callers, I see you. 
Um, I was trying to look up some other stuff, but you know, you, you got to understand that when you say things and you say a lot of things that I've heard from a lot of people before, and a lot of the people who have said those other things that you say before come across as, 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 as a non-starter almost like, like, you know, it's, it's, it's the same old, same old that we hear from a lot of people who are conspiracy theorists. And maybe, maybe, maybe you believe in what those things say, but you have to, you have to, your messaging, I think needs to be better if, if you're going to get people to want to come aboard and say, okay, well, let's have a talk. Let's have a conversation about it. Okay. As I'll, I'll take that constructive. When you come across and just start off by saying Schindler's list wasn't real. You, you get, you're going to get people in the chat room just going down the, <laughs> the thing and just not wanting to listen to anything else you had to say. Yeah. And, because, and they're not going to care that you say, oh, well, maybe he was a real person. Maybe he did save the people. But, you know, because you're starting off from a point that's going to piss people off. And yeah. while, but sometimes you pissing know, people off is a good thing, though. <laughs> it depends on who that, But if you're trying to work together with the people, <laughs> if you're trying to work together with the people and really wanting to work together with those people to get things done, you, you it's it's probably best to not start off by pissing those people off. It's yeah. Probably. And and yeah, so yeah. and so, you know. So so and, and, and I just I just ask like like I would behoove you to say like there are. There are other people. Bringing it, boy, is a former caller of mine. I don't know where he's been. Um, conservative <laughs> guy out in California, um, and he he would correct me on sometimes. And I I I've changed my wording or tried to change my wording based on what he said. Well, I would be like, you know, instead of saying all conservatives, I'll say you know conservatives who push for this anti-CRT stuff, or I'll say many conservatives. Or if I'm criticizing the Republicans who are elected officials, I make sure to say elected Republicans, instead of just saying Republicans, so that I'm more clear as to who I'm being critical of, as to make sure that I'm not, that I'm very, very clear and concise about who I'm talking about. Therefore, I'm not necessarily just throwing out the baby with the bathwater when I'm like, these Republicans suck. If I say that, then all the Republicans well, are going to You're never going to convince all the people if, all the time. Right. No, I'm never going to convince all the people. But you know? if I'm going to say, but if I start off by saying these Republican elected officials suck because of, then I'm not going to, then the voters are not going to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to listen to Dan anymore because he, they're no, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about these elected officials. So yeah. when, so it, I, I've my suggestion. I think we jumped all over the board here tonight on subjects. We did, but, and, and, we know, did. But, but my suggestion would be like, you know, try and look at this. Take some of the things that I said, like for example, the using of George Soros and globalists and stuff like that. And maybe think of that. Maybe there's other ways to make the same argument without using the language of people who are anti-Semitic. And if you, and if you do that, you might have more people willing to debate and converse with you because then they're going to be less concerned of the whole, oh, this guy's just an anti-Semite because you're using the same things that I've heard from anti-Semites for years. And then they might say, okay, well, let me listen to you because you're not, you're, you're not blaming this, these things that are, that are typically used by anti-Semites. And anyway, let me go ahead. Let me put you on hold again. Um, I'm probably right. going to end soon anyway. I do want to get to the final two callers and just let them have their two bits. If there's a reason to bring you back, sure, fine. But All right, man. But, so thank you for calling in. Um, let's see. You've been waiting longer. So I don't know which one you are. I'm just letting you on. Hey, bring it, boys. Hey. Hey. Uh, did you want to come on, caller? Who are you talking 20- to? Erico 209, you. 
Me? Yes. Hello. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Hi, hi, little Dan. Hey, Elizabeth. How's it going today? Oh, all right. I'm listening to this conversation, and I'm I'm not gonna get all. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of people who spout these conservative views. I'm not so sure exactly what they're conservative about. On the one hand, um, I haven't heard anything about conserving the rule of law, the Constitution. I hear a lot of uh, originalists talk about the Constitution, which is a load of crap. If you want to go mm-hmm. originalist, you're going back to 1789, and you're going back to before the Bill of Rights was added, because that was a first change that was actually made, um, was called the Amendments. And then also, if you go into like reading something like the Wannsee Protocols, you know, there's a really great reference. The Yale, uh, Yale uh, Library has a wonderful reference of, uh, it's called the Avalon Project. It's primary source documents. You want to read the plan? to kill 11 million uh, Jewish people across Europe and, and uh, read, read, read Hitler's worldview. There's, there's plenty of, 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 of information out there. And a lot of liberals are either, you know, have read it as well as conservatives. My question is, on what level is it okay to dehumanize anyone else for whatever reason? If you're leaning toward separating out one human out of the crowd of humans, you're trying to isolate that person. It's wrong, right. and the minute it, and, and any kind of organization, institution, anything that does that, that's when you've got to go wait, wait. I mean, I can see you know be discriminant against perverts or something, but <laughs> hey, now, that, I'm, I'm sure there are lots of perverts in the chat room who are who are who are perverts in a legal yeah. way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So point being is that you know discriminating against people it, it's clear if you read the the rise of these types of, of of leaders and the rise of this type of thinking i mean there's a marriage between the anti-semitism of of hitler and the anti-semitism of iran right and of bin laden you see there was a big marriage right there a lot of people don't realize that there's a, a former nazi in switzerland that was you know had a picture of bin laden on his wall I mean, just thought he was all that in the bag of chips and really thought the Iranians had the great idea. Now, this is hate. For whatever form it takes, it's hate. And it needs to, right. stop. It needs to, it needs to be taken out of the leadership position. So that's just my right. opinion. Unfortunately, I, I, I the, that, unfortunately huh? leader, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House, McCarthy, um, is beholden to a lot of the people who promote the hate, especially one Marjorie Taylor Greene, who – he is reported to have said that he'll like never give up on her or something like that, like almost like a love letter because of how she had his back or whatever. Like the Jewish space laser laser lady, you know, is, is the one that he's going to like, you know, he's that he's going to hold up on high. Like, no, it's ridiculous. Like that just yeah, ruins anything. To, any, any attempt. Yeah. She needs to have a nice little field trip over to, 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 um, Dachau or, or, or uh, one of these, um, one of these bad, you know, one of these uh, former um, uh, camps, and, and and realize that also Hitler didn't start with the Jewish people. He started with the old, the infirm, uh, the right. mentally uh, disabled, um, the people that were unable to work, <laughs> work for the country. And so anyway, that, I don't want to keep, you know, I just I, I had to respond. This I appreciate just, it. it. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, um, Liberal Dan, I'm going to let you go, and thank you very much for letting me on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. You have a All good right, rest yeah. of your night. You All too. right. You thank you. All right. We also have, finally, uh, area code 708, holding for 11 Liberal minutes. Uh, hey, who's this? This is Bill Deacon, Liberal Dan. How are you? Hey, Bill. How's it going? I just wanted to ask one question. Why is it okay for his religious beliefs to be taught in our public schools? Let's see. You still on, right? Yeah. Can you answer that question? Okay. Why is it okay for, for for Christian religious beliefs to be taught in public schools? Well, I believe today they're not. But since we've removed prayer from our schools, when, when did we remove it? In the 50s? 1954, was it? I said, since we removed uh, prayer, morning prayer, I'm not, I'm not sure on the exact year. But since we have removed prayer from school, uh, our schools have actually gone downhill. So why is it okay? Again, uh, the founding of our country, our republic, um, our God. But that's causation and correlation, isn't it? Don't give me the separation of church and state, because that's not what separation of church and state was all about. It was about the government not being involved in the church, not the church not being involved in the government. Actually, they held Sunday worship at the Capitol building. Isn't freedom of religion freedom of all religion? Sure. You're able to express yourself and believe in what you want to believe in. But but that doesn't mean that that's what our principles and foundations are to be taught. So in, so in Dearborn, Michigan, wait, wait let, let, me, let me interrupt. In Dearborn, Michigan, okay. where there's a very large Muslim population, um, there would be no problem if they started every, if they had the five prayers a day in, in the schools, if they led the Muslim prayers five times a day? No, we're not going to have Muslim prayers in, 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 in our schools, our courthouses. We're oh. Jesus Christ, and that is what our country well, right is founded upon. We've been rejecting Christ now for a long time in this country. Do you see where we're going? Do you like it? you like what your country's turned into right now? Do you like it? Because uh, we've been rejecting let, God let, for let a while make, now. Let me make it more tame. In Pikesville, Maryland, a, a, sub, a suburb of Baltimore, Maryland, um, the school is about 98% Jewish. So if they didn't start with Christian prayer, if they started with Jewish prayer, would that be okay? If that's what the school was, board voted upon, and it was 98%, I, I don't see it. I mean, where was this school at? I'd have to look that up. I mean, I, I mean it's 90-something percent. Pikesville, Maryland has a very high Jewish population. But it's in a county that's mostly, probably mostly Christian. But, this but one we're not a country. This is, a, this is America. We're not a country where you get to come right. over here and it's establish America. your belief and uh, press it upon our right. foundations and beliefs and our system of government. But, our but Christian – go ahead. That's that, America. You just said that it's America. Same thing applies, just that same thing should said. apply to everybody, including Christians. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. it's, 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 well, then, again, do you like – we've been rejecting God for a while now in this country. Do you like what your but country is doing right now? Some people don't believe in it. Who, who doesn't believe in it? Who doesn't believe in it? There are people who don't believe in God, and they have the right to. That's right. You do. You do. But you don't get to push that as policy and then create policy and, and operate government according to your belief. Either. You don't yes, get we to do. push it as policy. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, you don't according to the Constitution. That, 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 that establishes a state religion. 
which is against the Constitution. You get to tell us our religious beliefs. Where? No, I don't get to tell you religious beliefs, but since we've taken prayer out of schools, where have we gone as a country? We've gone downhill, so you want to keep going this way? But that's correlation. Look, if you want to keep, look, look, if you want to keep oh. rejecting Christ, you have at it. But you're going to get what I'm you're getting, saying, and, you know? It's got nothing to do with me. This has everything to do with you. I no, it doesn't. You. It has everything to do with this country. It has nothing to do Why with me. I accept Jesus Christ, and I believe in Jesus Christ, and I believe yeah, that, so, that so and I know where I'm going when I die. You. <laughs> you know? I mean, I know where this country's heading. Because you accepted it, and nobody, and anybody who doesn't, this is the reason why our country is failing, and that's, that's right. wrong. Because God doesn't really? have anything. Show me where. Show me where in the world. Show me where God in the world. God did not put Joe Biden in the office or Donald Trump in the office. The people did. They did. They, they did. did. The people. The, yeah. Who put? Who put? Who put? What? What did you say? Who put Biden in office? The people did. Yeah, the people did. Yes. Remember the 2020 election? Or are you going to sit there and say it, it was, was a fraud. robbed? It was, it was robbed. It was a fraud. It was stolen. It's been, yeah. The elections have been rigged and engineered since Nixon. And every yes. time one of the candidates loses, so that means that, that Trump's election was rigged and, and stolen. Probably. Probably. They've been, they've been yeah. screwing with the elections for quite some time now. That's a proven fact. Right. Even well, well, what proof do you need? What proof do you need to know? The ballot harvesting, the stuffing of the ballot boxes. What proof oh, do you need? We got old, visual right? camera evidence of people doing this. Yeah. What more proof do you need, man? <laughs> I mean, just don't How understand. About to nothing? How about the Supreme Court? How about all your court cases that got thrown out? What more proof do you need? What cases? What cases? Get over it. What cases? Get we're not going to get over anything. First of all, again, we're having a, right. a, an irrational discussion here because, again, the Constitution and the Republic has been usurped by the corporation. I, I believe we started out this conversation. And in order to restore the Republic, we have to have an honest discussion about our history. Do you understand the Act of 1871, you the Organic an, Act? You don't want an honest discussion. Do you understand the Emergency Powers history. Act of 1933? You want it your way. That's what, what way? You want. What way you do want, I want? You, you don't you want everything you just said. It, it, it's not okay for Muslims to do this. It's not okay for, for Jews to do that. It's not okay for, but it's okay for Christians, Christians, Christians. And not so what do I do? I, what do I do? Our country was founded upon this. So I'm supposed to pack up my bags and surrender my country to you and to I what you believe? Where were, your, where were your ancestors born? My ancestors, where, where were, were they born? Yeah, European, the European nations, Germany, England. Okay. Well, they, why? Did they, migrate to, did they migrate to this country? Sure. Okay then. So why is it not okay for other people to migrate to this country? I never said it wasn't why? okay for people. Where Where did you get you that in conversation? You want closed borders. I didn't say I want to close borders. I said I want to secure borders. I said there's nothing wrong with legal Please. immigration. I said illegal immigration. We do not have secure borders right now. Our borders are not secure. You have no, people illegally crossing. Borders. What's that? We, you know what? We've had, listen, back in when I graduated from boot camp in 1992, my uncle was PAD, temporary assigned duty, to the Border Patrol. That was in uh-huh. 1992. You know what he told me during the Trump administration, and he also told me during the Biden administration, along with the last administration, the border's been the same since then, nothing's changed because 
all you guys want to do is tell everybody that it's open, but you Well, Trump built no, how many miles of wall? What do you mean nothing's changed? It's not it? a wall. There was not a wall, and now you're telling me because Trump... So he didn't build any wall, wall you're saying? Anymore. He didn't build he, no wall? No. Well, no. Okay. He, he, I, I have to look up that one there. I, that's the first I heard of that. already existing, and now you're telling me because he's not president, the wall doesn't work anymore, Right. Right. What do you mean that the wall doesn't work anymore? Biden has reversed so many policies and orders of Donald Trump. Again, Biden I asked the audience. Well, hang on. I asked a very important question. Biden, Trump, Biden has turned away more people than the Trump administration did. Read. He has. You got the numbers on that? That's fact. interesting. I don't think so. I think more people have attempted to cross during the Biden administration than the Trump administration. But again, uh, again, they attempted uh, to cross and and they're and they're turned away. Like, like they're not turned away. Those aren't those aren't mutually exclusive. Try to cross and turn away are not mutually exclusive. Listen to that. I've spoken with people on the border firsthand. I've interviewed people on the border. No, you have not. Yeah. No, <laughs> How are you going to tell me what I haven't done? <laughs> How are you going to tell me I haven't interviewed people? I have archive shows on the internet right now. I do a podcast show. I have interviewed border agents. Great, great. And I'm calling in on a phone call to tell you that the people. Okay, let me rephrase that. Possibly the people you have interviewed are the ones that are pro your uh, your um, opinion. And maybe the people that you're speaking to are pro your opinion. Okay, so those are the people. Now, where do we go from there? Where do we go now? What's the facts? Well, we go we go from the fact that I asked you a question and you can't even get past that. What question did you ask me? What question? Go ahead, repeat the question, please. I'll answer your question. What question? Is it okay for your religious beliefs to be taught in our public schools? Why? Yes, it's okay. For my beliefs to be taught in our, I believe we should be teaching that in our schools. We should get back to morning prayer in our schools, and that because Why? that is the Why? foundations of what this country was founded upon, and what our my ancestors and and the pilgrims first came here and were believed, and that was what made our country so great. To, should we go back to burning witches too? Burning witches. What's that got to do with this? With with what the question you just asked me? What does because that that's, have to that's do with what, anything? That's what people believed, and that's what the so-called. Of course, there believed. were bad people back then that did horrible things. Of course, there were people that had slaves that were wrong. Of course, we sinned back then. We're not a perfect country, but the founders wrote a great document, the second greatest document other than the Bible, that we can correct it. It gave us the tools to the correct it. Through. But you don't want us teaching about that. You don't want us teaching about the Bible. The negatives. Right. You want us teaching about? You want us teaching only the good, the fruit, fruit stuff. The no, the, I oh. never said that. I never said that. But I don't want us teaching about it. But I don't think we should be guilted. I don't have to be ashamed of our but past. Nobody, I don't need to be ashamed. Guilting anybody into it. But the thing is that there are conservatives who a lot of the conservatives who are making this argument specifically are saying that simply by teaching these things that we're somehow being unpatriotic. That simply by teaching these things. That were being anti-American, that were that were that were speaking ill of the founding fathers and making people feel guilty for their race, and it's not true. It, it, that, and that's it. You're helping to perpetuate that, to be frank, line of bullshit by 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 jumping on that bandwagon. Well, and maybe, Dan, 
Maybe it helps you in the polls in your district that you live in. I don't know. Um, and I, I ran for office too. I also lost. And my thing was I wasn't about to just I'll be honest with you, Dan. I believe in a lot of the liberal policies. I believe in it, especially when it comes to government spending and whatnot. I don't believe in the conservative values of cutting Medicaid and cutting Social Security and 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 then giving tax breaks to the rich. I don't believe in that. So you'd be actually shocked at a lot of things I do do believe in. However, the 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 moral values and the moral compass of our country and some of the things like the abortion issue that you and I had a heated topic about that I feel very strongly against, and a lot and I believe the crime bill that. Democrats have proposed. We don't I'm against. want the government involved in, in day-to-day operations, but it's okay for you to tell a woman what to do with her body. Why? I'm not telling. No, no. It's okay for me to protect an unborn child. That's what it is. Why? Not okay. What That's let's it, look at it from that it angle. Because what that child has needs a voice. That is a human okay. life. That is Are a spirit. That is a soul. Are you going to take care of that child? It doesn't Are make a difference who's going to take care of that child. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. It does make a difference. Why? It does make a difference. Why? We're a country with $160, million, $160 trillion worth of wealth. We're only $30 trillion in debt. And so we have plenty of money. Time, and every time anything is suggested that we increase Medicaid, the CHIP, that we, that we increase CHIP, that we increase funding to help you know people who want to – Raise a kid, uh, I but support who, that. who would I otherwise? Support the but but, that. but I most support of the that. people who are on your side of the aisle don't. Most of the elected officials right. who are on your side of the aisle don't. So therefore, you're creating an untenable situation where maybe well, there are well, people I who are pregnant. Maybe there are, but maybe, maybe there are people who are pregnant who choose abortion who would otherwise raise their kid if they felt that they could financially do so. But well, then that's can. a mistake that we have to correct in our society and, because that's wrong. Because if a woman's going to abort a baby because she thinks she can't afford it, then that's wrong thinking. You know, and I believe okay. that there should be assistance out there to help and assist with that. Yes. Okay. But there's not. Okay. But there's not. So, so, so it's kind of hard to blame the, the person. And, I know, and, but, but let's not blame doing. the child either. Let's not blame the child. An innocent life has we're more not. voice and say than the person that's trying to take that life. I mean, come on. You're also somebody who feels that that prayer should be taught in schools, that prayer should be led in schools, and that Christian beliefs should be taught in schools. But I, I believe again, I believe it should, but I but according, but constitutionally, you're right. According to the Constitution, it shouldn't. You know, so okay. it's a constitutional question, but my personal belief is I think it should. But my personal beliefs are, you know, that again, that's where we have a republic, and that's why we have, a, you know, a government to vote on these things. Go ahead, say one more thing. I have another caller that wants to come on, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I say one more thing, okay? It's Elizabeth again. Uh, the, conservatives <laughs> pick, the conservatives pick on the LGBTQ community quite often. Why are they less human than anybody else who is on this earth. They, they have and every right to human about, rights. But, but, I never but, said they were less human. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm, 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 you know, let me finish. You said it's okay for them to do what they want to do in the privacy of their own home, but it's not okay for them to do it in public. But what about the, what about the fact that it, why is it okay for a man and a woman to engage in relations in public and not anybody else? What, what kind of relations are you talking about? It's not okay for a man and a woman to have sex on the middle of the street. Holding, no. Holding hands. Holding hands, kissing. holding hands and kissing. 
Ah, come on, we're playing tit for How many times do you see that in society? I mean, come on. I mean, I kiss my wife in public all the time. I kiss my wife in public all the time. I love my wife and I love showing my wife affection. Well, and that's I, a I natural. Think, that's a natural expression between a man and a woman. Why? Between a man and, and a man, so, and, not and natural. Also, why? Why? <laughs> because it's un, I, it's why? common sense. Do you, you see a male dog screwing another male dog? No. Yes, you don't I see have it. seen that. Back I, I, <laughs> but you rare, can't reproduce that way, can you? <laughs> no, but it's but not, not all not all relationships are there for people to reproduce. So there are there are natural. plenty of marriages of people it's who reproduction is not a requirement of marriage or couple. We're trying to supersede God again. We're trying to we were trying to be our own people and saying again, I want to feel how I want to feel and I'm going to do what I want to do. Beliefs again, your religious beliefs. But that's again, between God. I, that's between between that person's deity and that person. That should the so government should play no role in that. Let's have a society where role. men are – well, let's do, let's do that. Let's have a society where we have men kissing men, uh, parading around the streets. Let's have Sodom and Gomorrah. Let's have Mardi, Mardi Gras in every city across America. Do you like that? Is that what we really want? Is that what you want, a country like that? I mean, well, that the perversion. Story Sodom, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, did it, did, it, did, it, um, did it Lot offer up his uh, – or did it the people of Sodom and Gomorrah want to rape the angels so instead – they offered he offered his daughters up for them to rape instead. I mean, it's not the best story out there to try and, you know. Well, in the end, in the end, God destroys them both anyway. So you know. Uh, so do you want to be destroyed? Yeah. Let you have your other caller on because I'm tired of okay. being a dead horse. Thank All you, right. Sir. Well, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate you for calling in. Thank you so much. It's it's been a good, lively one. We're going to bring Elizabeth back on. Um, thank yeah, you, Elizabeth, for calling I, I just, back. Yeah, I just don't think God um, needs or wants political power. You don't um, think God? Well, not, you don't think you said God wants political power? No, does not want political power, and he doesn't need your help judging people. He doesn't? To, to well, para- no. where does it say that in the Bible? To paraphrase Star Trek five. God's all-powerful. God's all-powerful. He doesn't need your help, and he says, right. judge not lest ye be judged. To, but to, doesn't, to doesn't, doesn't Paul say, wait, 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 wait. judge even the saints of the world? To, to bring you back, know, says, I mean, I judge the saints all the time, but that's because I live in New Orleans and there are football teams. <laughs> but anyway, um, anyway to, to, to bring back He's the nerdiness of it, to, cite, to, to paraphrase Star Trek V, what does God <laughs> need with the government? Like, God doesn't need government. God has a certain set of rules that, he, that God set out, um, and you're a Christian, so you follow those rules. And I'm a Jew, and if I don't follow those rules, and if it causes me to not have a place in the world to come, so be it. You know, if you're a Christian and you you, you confess all your sins, Christ, one like, of the temptations like, like, of Christ was was to, was for political power. One of the temptations for Christ was political power. He rejected it. There's no political power that God needs. There's no political power that God needs. I no, I don't understand what you're re- referencing to or what you're trying to get at here. I don't get Christianity. it. Christianity. I'm re- referencing Christianity. God is all powerful. He doesn't need political power. God doesn't. You're right. God God has God, God is God. He's everything. He, he doesn't need anything. You're absolutely right. He doesn't need you to save the babies. He doesn't need anybody. He needs us to love one another unconditionally, as He showed His Son. He showed His Son. There's there, more to it than that. There's more to it than that. There's other there's other rules to the Bible too, and there's other commandments, and there's other there's a, more and to the story. Christ, 
but yes, but as my love, we are saved. My lay yes. person under my Jewish person understanding of Christianity is there are only two commandments, right? Love thy Christianity, neighbor as you would yourself. Love your neighbors, love yourself, and to and to believe in Jesus Christ, right? Sell my script, sell my script in person, buy a sword, right? The Luke said, right? So what's that mean? You know, again, you, you know, know, there's more. You know, there's there's, there's four gospels. Swords <laughs> well, well, what are you trying to get? What's your point, though? I don't understand what you're trying to say. Because God didn't my come to bring peace. God, God's not coming death. to bring peace. He's coming to destroy. When next time when Jesus comes, he's coming to destroy. And okay, so that's what he's, he's not coming back as the Lamb of God. He's coming back as a lion, and he's angry. Okay, so if you want to keep going down this path, then by all means, I say let's do it because because more more we keep going down this way, the more the Lord's coming back quicker. I mean, we you can't well, deny prophecy being fulfilled. You can't deny it. Well, see, here's the thing, though. I, no I used to listen to a. I, I have used to no listen fear to of that. wait, wait, wait. I, I expect the sadness <coughs> that the hateful people of this earth are bringing. And, and that, that you don't, haven't figured it out. You don't judge others. You just love others. Let God do the judging. That's my point. Well, Let here's, here's the thing. Job. I used to listen to this show, and it was a very late-night show. It was a very evangelical-type Christian person, and he would talk. He would cite something from the Scripture. I think it might have been Revelations. I don't remember exactly. It's been a while. Um, again, I'm Jewish, so maybe I'm hearing it wrong or whatever. But it was like – but it was like 1,000 people will die on my right and 10,000 people will die on my left. But if I'm, if I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and repent for my sins or whatever, I will have a place in, the, in, in heaven or whatever. So let's just it's ignore the, so let's just ignore the 1,000 people on the right and only look at the 10,000 people on the left. So that means one out of every 10,000 people um, are going to be saved according to that. Which means well, that according, well, Dan, which, according which to John so seven, eight billion people. That means that only eight hundred thousand people are going to be saved. So you need about seven billion two hundred two hundred million sinners out there in order for the prophecy to become true. So shouldn't you want there to be more sin out there? Well, again, Jesus' concern becomes apparent when he says in John seven two four, "Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment." This shows that righteous Jesus wants judgment. us to judge, what but we must judge judgment? righteously. The law of yeah. Moses says, in righteousness, you, you shall judge your neighbor, Leviticus 19.16. So I don't know where you're getting this judgment thing where we're not allowed to judge. The, I thought Jesus um, fulfilled the laws, and therefore there are no more. Con- the 613 commandments of the, of the Torah are no longer in force because Jesus died and fulfilled the law. Again, well, you did fulfill the law, but you have to rightly divide the word also, uh, uh, you know, and you have to, when, when you compare Scripture Let's with Scripture. rightly divide the word. What, excuse me? Rightly divide the word. I do it every day, rightly divide the word, comparing Scripture with Scripture. Second Timothy, I mean, you know, so, you know. Second you, Timothy 3 and 4 are very, very good examples. Yes, I think Acts Christian four and five are. Judge, I think you know. I think Acts four and five are very telling too of, of many things that that often uh, conservative Christians don't follow, where they cherry pick what they want to believe from their religion. I mean, Acts four and five specifically states that you're supposed to, when you like, you sell your property and you're supposed to give all of the proceeds uh, to to be distributed amongst the poor, so that nobody has any needs. And in Acts five, at the beginning of it, you see. Uh, you see a couple 
who bring in and who lie about the amount that their property sold for. And so they only put a portion of it at the feet, keeping some for themselves. And when they question him on it and they catch him in the lie, he dies. And then the wife comes in and the wife also colludes to, to, to lie about how much the property was sold for. And the wife dies too, which pretty much tells me that the Bible is saying that if you don't, if you don't, if you don't redistribute all your wealth to all the need people in need, you're this judging die. thing is this is heretical. In some ways, these statements reflect the ethic of our culture. You know, judging is wrong, except when it's not. Apparently, it's wrong to judge someone's sexual behavior, for example, but perfectly legitimate to judge someone for wearing our fur or admitting too much carbon, right? Yet we what judge all the time, don't we? Money. How could anyone hire a babysitter without judging? We, we, judge, we judge every day. What are you talking about? What you do for the least among you do for Christ, what you do for the least among us. If you're caring for the poor and you're dealing with the things that are normal, like dealing with the fact that we do have poverty, we do have abuses of power, we do have all kinds of weird things happening in our society, but you got to approach it with love and understanding and, and acceptance of others. You can't be out there just judging people and saying, oh, they're gay or, or they're a Jew or they're this or that. That's just... Um, that's just like saying one human being has supremacy over another human being, and that's just uh, that's not how it's supposed to be. Well, well, in First Corinthians six two and three, the Apostle Paul says, "The Lord's people will judge the world. How much more the things of this life?" I don't know how else more to say it. You know, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what gives? Are Christians supposed to judge that's or not? That's the point. The Lord will judge. He'll, he'll judge the quick and the dead. But uh, my, my, my piece has been said. I appreciate your, your time. I'm going to let you all go now. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you, you so again, Elizabeth, much. for calling in. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, I do appreciate the conversation. I know you're not feeling well, so, I mean, it's up to you. Well, whenever you I, I, think call, I've, I think I've battled through the coughing fit, so I think I'm probably <laughs> going to be able to – I'll probably be able to last, last, last the last 15 minutes of the heartbreak okay. that we have. So it is a hard break in 15 minutes, at least on, at least on Blog Talk Radio's part. Um, oof, there's somebody said check, check the check the news on Matt Gates. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff out there about Matt Gates. Um, I don't know. I don't know which one they want me to check the rules on Matt or the the news on Gates as well. I don't know if it's the the press secretary thing or the or the Biden thing or the other thing. Lots of things. Anyway. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, my point in, in, in trying to bring, I, I try and, as a, someone who was raised Jewish, I try and understand other people's religions and what they believe, simply because of the fact that I want to understand why, partially because I want to understand why the people believe the things that they do. Um, but the other part is, is that I also just think that there's so much, like, I mean, you could probably, I mean, you get, the way to get three opinions is to put Jewish people, two, two Jewish people in a room discussing religion, and you get three opinions. That, that's a common joke used amongst, <laughs> amongst, amongst Jewish people, but I think the same could probably be applied. You know, you have, a lot of, you, you have so many different sects of Christianity. You have Catholicism. You have, you know, Protestantism. You have lots of versions. You have, you know, the evangelical Protestants, non-denominational folks. You have the Baptists. You have the Episcopalians. You have the Anglican Church. You have all sorts of different people, all sorts of people who don't agree on, on the way that they're, you're supposed to be a good Christian. Lots of people, did, did, you know, Catholic people tend to just believe what the priests want to say. Don't, don't worry themselves too much about the scripture. Evangelicals more worry themselves about the specific lines in the scripture and 
Other people have other various combinations, and you have Mormons who are Mormons, and I'll leave it at that. Um, but at the end of the day, that, 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 that's ultimately my problem with the idea of, well, wh- why, we should, why Christianity has no purpose in, no, should, if you want your kids, if, if you want your kids to go to school, my, my parents and my grandparents wanted me to go to school and learn about my faith, learn about my religion. So in doing so, they sent me to a Hebrew day school. They didn't send me to a public school. They sent me to a Hebrew day school. Then after, once that was finished up to, up to eighth grade and there was no more Hebrew day school for me to go to, my, even though I went to a public school from that point, I went to an after school where I continued learning, you know, to speak Hebrew. I continued learning, you know, things about, you know, Jewish history to be more knowledgeable about my faith and my culture. It was never the responsibility of, of the public school to teach faith. But it should never to teach my faith, but it should never be the responsibility of any public school to teach any faith because that should be left to the churches. That should be left to the parents. Now, if you want to teach about faiths, if you want to teach about, you know, here are the faiths of the world. This, these, there are Christians, there are Muslims, there are Jews, um, Buddhists, Wiccans, atheists, you know, all, if you want to teach like a history of religious course. I have no problem with that. You know, that's fine. But we should, we should not be using schools to indoctrinate people on religion. And look, we shouldn't be te- using schools to indoctrinate people anything else. No school should be teaching people, you know, you should be liberal or you should be conservative. Just, again, but you should teach the facts. And, and, and let, well, well, let them yeah. come to the yeah, I kind of can agree with that. I can I can come to a, a, a compromise with that, even with my Christian beliefs. You know, if that's what the country wanted and voted upon as a republic, you know, I don't have a problem with that. You know, but but again, you know, it's, it's again, what does what was our our foundations? You know, do you like the trends that you see today? There's no way any liberal can sit honestly sit there and tell look at themselves in the mirror and say our country is doing fine right now. There's just no way. You know, I mean, with, with under the, the current administration, we think the countries are doing are, are not doing fine, or probably are, might have some intersection with <coughs> some of the things you see. Like we'll see crime as a problem, but we'll see the reasons to why we think the crime is happening. We may have different beliefs as to why it's happening, and okay. you know, we may look back at history and be like, okay. Yeah, that, that our country may have been founded on certain things, but to some of us, that's just an appeal to tradition. And just because we did things a certain way for a certain amount of time, that doesn't mean it's a good thing to continue doing. So, therefore, well, we... okay, okay, I can I can also compromise with that also, and that's why we have the greatest document, the Constitution. It gives us the tools to change things. But we lost our way again. We lost our way. We've been hijacked and usurped by the by the by the bankers and the money changers and 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 yeah. And again, you Let's wrote the, the last battle. The bankers the great and the money changers. People are going to hear you say the bankers and the money changers, and they're going to be like, oh, there you go, Jews again. So, <laughs> well, because... I mean. Even Jesus that's, with that's the money been, changers, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, that's, that, that's been the that's been how we we as Jews have been scapegoated for millennia. Is oh, they're the money changers, they're the bankers, they're you the. No, that's the, the last bad. thing I really thought of when I said bankers was Jews. To right, be honest, but, with that, you, that, right, because you're not Jewish. <laughs> because you, <laughs> you, don't, you don't you don't you don't you're not used to. He- that's the thing. You're not used to hearing these things 
as, as and, and seeing them in the negative light in which they are often presented. So when you say it, you don't, it doesn't click to you to say, oh, to think, oh, Jews might not, might, might be leery about what I'm saying because, hey, you know, this hasn't been used against you as an individual. To, is it hard for you, you as a Jewish, per, as Jew, as a Jew practicing Jew or, or traditional Jew? Because Jew is not a race, obviously. It's a culture. No. Um, so, well, uh, the, just, yeah. There's culture. Yeah, but whatever. But yeah, as somebody who, no, no Nazi out there cares whether or not I practice or not. They just care that I was born a Jew. So, okay. it, it, so Nazis and, and other anti-Semites are going to, are going to treat Judaism as a race, even if it's not. But when so the National Socialist things, Movement, the National Socialist Movement, which obviously clearly is, is a Nazi organization, right. is, some, is a movement that, of course, that you would say that is something that would have to be. Now, how would you, obviously, your two factions would be at war. Let's just say, let's say I'm in the middle here. What, 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 do we eliminate them? Or do we eliminate you? Why do we have to eliminate anybody? That's what made my question. Well, it, it's the it's the um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the paradox of intolerance, or the paradox of tolerance. In order to be a tolerant person, you have to be intolerant of those who are intolerant. And so, but you hate means them, that, right? You you dislike them, right? You don't no, have no place for them, correct? I have no place for Nazis. Yes, absolutely. I have okay. no place. I have no place for terrorists. Like okay. my, my, I've said many times on the show, the only good terrorist is a dead terrorist. If you want to kill innocent people in the, in, 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 in to get your way politically, then f you, you should be killed first. You know, but if I don't you, think if, the national socialist movement is killing any. I mean, are there oh, people they, that they, have done it yet? I mean, I mean, but they would. There are people that say, you know, I'm not, not I'm not out there advocating saying we go out and, and round up all the Nazis and kill them, but. I also don't think that we need to be tolerant of them. And I also don't think, you know, if you just look at the, the, here's the difference between the two. And I know there are people probably going crazy in the chat. I'm not even looking at that moment. Um, here's the thing. Look at the reasons why we hate each other. So I hate Nazis because Nazis want me dead. Nazis hate me because of how I was born. There's a difference between the two, right? Like you can okay, see clear okay, well, why do you hate difference. Nazis? But why do you because hate Nazis? Because they want though? me dead. Okay. Simply because they want me dead because I'm a but Jew. But they believe you want them dead, too. So now we're at an impasse. You see, that's what I'm saying. I'm in the middle now. We're at an impasse. So what are we going to do? Go but to see, war but with but each so other? Where does it, where does what are we doing? But it, 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 is it a chicken and egg thing? Like, <clears throat> if, if, if they wouldn't wish me dead for being Jewish, then I wouldn't Would want them Would you forgive dead. them and get along with them, then? If they – there is a guy – I forget what his name is. He's a black man who's gone into white supremacist Klansmen type places and has like made not only made friends with people but has changed their minds. If somebody okay. was if somebody was a Nazi and then said and then listened to Liberal Dan Radio and said, you know what, Dan, I listen to you. I, I understand what you believe. I used to be a Nazi, but I'm not anymore. I've reformed my ways. I, I hate what I used to be. Absolutely, I would forgive them for their for their horrible past. You know, uh, people can change. Absolutely, people one hundred percent can change. But okay, now what about the other way around? Now, what if we reverse it now and you say, huh, 
what the Jews have done throughout history, uh, what the Nazis preach, uh, just say, uh, I don't know, what do they preach? Uh, 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 they control all the money. They've created a lot of the wars. Okay, so you openly, as a Jew, say, man, my people have done this throughout. They look at the wars they've created. They control all the banks, like you said, I said they do. Uh, so uh, well, you're right, they're wrong for doing that. I said that other people say that they do. Okay, okay. Well, they, they okay. Let's, just hypothetically now, let's just say that okay. You say you're, you're right, Joe. Uh, uh, I, I don't like what my people do. And so, would that be okay? Again, it has to work both ways. So, what do we do? You know, but, why but, are no, you right? And why are they because, right? <laughs> because they are attacking me for for an idea that for something that I have nothing to do with. I have even if even if Jews did. There, there are Jews who are who are involved in banking. Sure, there are sure. Jews, there are, there are Jews who are, are there, culture, there, yeah. there are Jews who are doctors. There are good Jews. There are bad Jews. I hate. I okay. think Netanyahu is a terrible Jew. Um, <laughs> I think there are many. I think there are many people who are Jewish in Israel who have forgotten every lesson they should have learned about the Holocaust, and they've 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 embraced hatred in their lives, and they are they are they are acting like the Nazis used to do. And I'm very okay. critical of those people. And right. we have okay. four minutes. We have four minutes left. So okay. I'll, I'll just at the end of the tip, I guess, is that they are hating me because of what I was born, not because of anything that I specifically did. I am hating them for making the choice to hate me for not doing anything except for being born a certain way. That's the difference. That's why you can't say make the, That's why you can't say the, 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 the same on both sides. That's why you can't make that argument. They're hating me for who I am. I'm hating them for, the, for who they are just choosing to be. I have no choice in the fact that I was born to a Jewish mother. I have no choice that I was born ethnically Jewish. They have a choice to hate me or not. That's the difference. That's why okay. it's not to say. That's why you can't make that, that comparison you just made. And when you do make that comparison that you make, it makes you sound like a hateful person. Now, I'm not going to say that you are a hateful person. Maybe you're trying to well, I said I was in the be, middle now. I was using, I was using a scenario. You're saying in a minute in a scenario. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, by making that argument, that person in the middle making that argument is making a hateful. <coughs> it sounded like I'm a hateful just trying to analyze it, you know, because I'm you're trying, trying to, to make the person who's being criticized for being Jewish out to be the same thing as somebody who's hating somebody simply for being Jewish. Okay. I know, and I knew if I brought it through from that perspective, that's the, the, the angle that some people were going to throw towards me. But again, I started off with saying, "I'm just let me be in the middle, and let's say let's look to have two Devil's sides attack each other." You know, Devil's yeah, advocate. yeah, yeah, and let's right, see let's, who's right, who's wrong. You know, and you pointed out a very, very at point. Of, but again, a Nazi's going to come back and say, "Well, those are our political beliefs." So why do we have to be discriminated right. against for our political beliefs? I'm just saying but, that's but, what they're going to say. You know it. A political belief is a political belief is a choice. Being, yep. Me being born to a Jewish person is not a political belief. Me being born, I, I'm just somebody who is existing as somebody who was born to a Jewish mother, and as such, they would vilify me for it. That's the thing. I have I, agree. A, I have a choice. I don't have a choice in who I am. Even if I even if I converted to Catholicism, or if I converted to be an evangelical, or I converted to whatever religion they thought was good. They still hate me because I was still a, a bad, horrible, evil Jew, because that's how I was born. And they would still hate me for that. There's nothing I can do to change that. They believe that it's an immutable, immutable property of my being, that I am Jewish. So therefore, they are making the choice to hate me for that, which is why, again, me hating them for that is nowhere near anywhere similar to me 
to them. Now, where does the Christian come in? Because your caller said we're supposed to love everybody. We're not supposed to judge. So now what do we do? You're judging them, aren't you? Uh, they were saying judging you the, too. The caller, I think it was Elizabeth that was saying that. Elizabeth yeah. was saying that as, a, as somebody for, who, is, who is a Christian under what Jesus Christ is supposed to do. Of course, I don't believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, so therefore it doesn't apply to me. But again, okay. so again, thank you for calling in. We have a yeah, minute man. left. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I had to mute you. That's the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I did a three-hour show despite me thinking that I was not going to do a three-hour show, but you know what? It is what it is. There you go. And I'm not playing the Trump bit now, but you got three hours out of me anyway. I guess I made up for the fact that I was not able to come on for three weeks. Um, I'll drink lots of water tonight to try and make up for it. I will be on Twitch tomorrow night, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. Um, check that out. Um, after, when the, when the end of music is playing, I'll go ahead and reshare the link to the Pampered um, Chef party that I'm having if you want to help support that. Just join the Facebook group to make it look bigger or whatever. Anyway, but if you can't join me on Twitch on Thursday or on Tuesday, join me next Wednesday with HBF Central Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.